I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Coming up on TMS, 50 Shades of Gay. Lawn Poop Vacuum. The Mortal Stream. Miss D. Meaner and Mr. Wiener. Donald Duck learns the Fibonacci sequence. Change is hard. Use dollars. We called the cat Crayola. Brian brine shrimp i don't like sea monkeys epiphany is short for an electronic epiphany we can dance if we want to we can watch tiktok behinds cement your bunghole scott's magic sand salad deflating the political footballs with amy i don't do murder with wendy and more on this episode of the morning stream just found out there's an actual clinical name for what you call it when you can't sleep at night and you just eat instead it's called insomnomnomnomnomnia. Not even Twitch. The Morning Stream. Get the baby! Good morning, everyone. Welcome to TMS. It's uh, Thursday, March 23rd, 2023. We got ourselves a 32323. That's right. 32323. I like these dates. You know I do. Don't know why. I just like a nice pattern, and that's a human trait that I value. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. I, it. It makes me, like, I think of you whenever I see any dates on the calendar that have some sort of weird pattern to them. Yeah. Well, I can't help it. I don't know why it is, but since childhood, I can I can remember, like, weird dates. And I remember maybe, you know, when this was pounded into me is when I when I waited for uh, Sonic, oh, no, Mortal Monday, because it was like a weird date. Oh, what day was it? They did a date thing when they, when they released Mortal Kombat for the Genesis. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like... Yeah, Kakazal makes a pattern. <laughs> like, you can just take these dates and manipulate them. And they did it again with, with Skyrim. It was 11, 11, 11. Oh, man. Really? Yeah, yeah. that was the date against Skyrim. Uh, PlayStation 1 had a thing like that, too, wasn't it? Like 9999? Might have been. Um, let's see. I, might be, I could be totally wrong on that. Uh, something tried to happen. Maybe it was Sonic. Uh, something was 9999. You're not wrong. Something. Ha- oh, Dreamcast. Yeah, some- it's a Dreamcast. Dreamcast was nine nine ninety nine. That's right. Yep. Yeah, I was in That's line. That's right. Yeah, nine thirteen ninety three was PlayStation one. Okay. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah, definitely later on PlayStation, but or earlier. Uh, anyway, we're. Oh shit! I just closed the chat. Didn't mean to. Let's let's pull them back up. They're important. They matter. You know, chat mm-hmm. matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a full show. We got Wendy coming up. We got Amy. We got all that. Before we do anything else, or uh, before we start much else, I did want to say this. Uh, 
the morning form reminder for the week. Stand back and check your personal belongings. It's time for the morning form. All right, here's the deal. <laughs> Love it. La- Last Monday, we, we had you si- start signing up for the form, and on Monday, we'll give away the prize for that week's winnings. And uh, on Thursdays, I'll remind people that they got to get in there. So they have the weekend to make up for whatever lax freaking attitude they had during the week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You've got, now you've got no excuse and time is ticking away. No, right now, literally tick tock, tick tock. Okay. Tick tock. Right. That's funny we say that since the tick tock hearings are happening right now as we speak. (laughs) Anyway, uh, frogpants.com slash the morning form is where you'll go fill out this form. And the forum is basically just there to ask you a cool question. Uh, this week, the question is, I almost forgot what it was. Oh, I, no, I didn't. Best primetime animated series. <laughs> it's multiple choice. So you got your usual Simpsons and Futurama and Flintstones and Bob's Burgers and all that stuff in there. There's also an option for other. So you can submit your own if you didn't like it. The point of this is to get two things. One, a nice little graph of who thinks what's the best. That's fun to talk about. Sure, sure. But yeah. secondly, one of you at random will win the prize. Okay? So. And thirdly, we might be selling your email addresses to the Russians. We don't know. Yeah, we, we, we don't might. know. We don't know. We don't know. It's possible. No, yeah. the truth is we won't. But no, we might. Never, never. We might, but we won't. We won't, but we might. But we won't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we won't. But we could. We but could, we but we won't. But we might. <laughs> anyway, there's that. Uh, so go check it out if you haven't already entered that, uh, because there is still time. You can still get in. Um, I had another weird neighbor moment. Okay. Oh, I love it. Good. Yeah. Which, yeah. This is not only a weird na- neighbor moment, it's another weird word moment, because I have these fart gas, uh, explosive tip, that sort of stuff. Last night, 1030 at night, I'm in bed, and I'm reading, and I'm enjoying a, a reread of Hugh Howley's uh, uh, Silo series, because I want to get pumped for the new apple tv series that's based on it mm-hmm. so reading that fantastic series wool is amazing if you even if even if all you read is wool and you're done yeah. with everything else yeah oh man just such a great really? story okay and a quick right. read it's not even like a super thick book it's a very very cool book anyway some of my favorite stuff ever so i'm reading that and i'm pretty engrossed in it you know the mm-hmm. story's going and my brain's like oh i think this is this character is played by so-and-so actor. And I think this person's, you know, every day, every day, whatever. Like uh, who's Dune mom um, on Dune? Uh, <laughs> Dune mom. Uh, Jessica, or no. Ah, shoot. She's also she's also the the weird hat lady in um, uh, uh, Dr. Sleep. I can't think of her name. Oh, yes. Uh, Ruth Wilson? No. Not Ruth Wilson. No. Uh, it's like Rebecca something. Rebecca, Rebecca Ferguson. Ferguson. That's it. Ferguson, yeah. Uh so I'm thinking, oh, this is her. This is Rebecca Ferguson. And then I'm thinking, oh, this other character is so and so, and and I don't know who I don't know who Tim uh, or um, Andy Dufresne is playing in this, but he's playing some, one of these characters. And I'm trying to figure it out. And anyway, so oh, I'm, cool. I'm really deep into yeah. the thinking. Is the point right? I'm super distracted mm-hmm. by this book, mm-hmm. and then I hear out the window to the back of me, next to the, my bed, which is uh, kind of a rear alley sort of thing for the homes behind me. One of which is okay. Tesla guy. He lives there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I don't think this was him. It could have been. I don't know, actually. I'm not totally sure. But uh, anyway, I just suddenly hear this sound. I hear misdemeanor. (laughs) And then I hear a door shut, a car door. And that's the end of it. But he yells. He just he yelled misdemeanor. No other voices. Nobody else answered. Nobody else said anything prior or after he said it. 
It was a singular thing where he yelled misdemeanor and slammed his car door. Maybe he was talking about his wife's ability to compose herself and saying, oh, well, aren't you Miss Demeanor? (laughs) Oh, I like it. This is a good theory. I mean, it's as good as any other because I have no context for this. Because I, I really don't know, like, what the it's hell? It's so bizarre. Like, yeah, I mean, and it was clear it wasn't like, well, I could have misheard another word that sounded like misdemeanor. Possibly, but let's let's think about what that would be. Like, uh, Mr. Wiener. Mr. Miss, Mr. Miss I missed a wiener. The, you missed the wiener. Missed the wiener. Uh, tried to kick me. Too bad. You'll have you to try again. Leg. You missed the wiener. Yep, try uh, later. Missed, How about mi- missed, m- uh, Mr. Uh, m- m- I can't uh, think of anything else. What else is there? Misdemeanor. Misdemeanor. I mean, yeah, was I mean, he on geez. his? Maybe he was on his phone, and he was getting out of the car and went. But he didn't say it like misdemeanor or a question. It was like misdemeanor, and then bam. Huh. I don't know what's going yeah, on. I don't know. I don't know. Chat room says, uh, "Should I get a, uh, consider getting a hearing test?" I've had hearing tests. <laughs> They're totally fine. My ears are fine. It isn't that. And I heard him enunciate the word misdemeanor. I'm positive about it. Yeah. So. Or something that sounds just like misdemeanor. I'm willing to admit that it's possibly a variation on that, but then yeah, no- do we know anything else. else about this guy as far as like what his beliefs are, his his leanings? Because somebody uh, Wolf Glenn Nine says maybe he's a MAGA guy complaining about Trump's Trump's case that it's a misdemeanor. Misdemeanor. Oh, oh, maybe. I mean, yeah. I, I'm trying to think. Like, uh, yeah, like uh, oh, I'm paying off a porn star. Misdemeanor. Misdemeanor. He's making his making his statement. Um, yeah. I mean, Satali says it sounds like a domestic dispute, but yeah, but there was nobody else there. Just a dude in the car. And I go oh, and I ran to the window and nothing. All I see is shadows. I don't know who's there. There's no lights on. So I can't like say even if it was Tesla or if it was this family next to him that always poops on our lawn now. We have a new pooping on yeah. the lawn family. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, at least they're like, oh, like, we're so like, sorry. Yeah, once you one know. gets resolved, now it's like a, a vacuum. A poop on the lawn vacuum has been created for another neighbor to fill. Basically. Yeah. They they basically apologize a lot for it and and he's like, Oh, I always th- I, I thought I caught a, I thought I got it all, you know, this kind of thing. Yeah, but they don't yeah. necessarily. Uh, it's a, it's better than Tesla reacted when we accused them. But yes, oh sure. Um, yes. But anyway, I don't know. I don't. I freaking. I don't know. I don't know why. Why would you yeah, say misdemeanor? Weird. All right. Well, you might have to keep us. Uh, Does misdemeanor mean anything? Follow-up. Does it mean anything outside of what we know it means? Like you know, law. I'm sure there's. I bet you look on Urban Dictionary. There's got to be another another oh, definition for misdemeanor. Brian, this is a good idea. Yeah, you know, I I took her in the bathroom and gave her a misdemeanor. <laughs> All right, we're going to look. We're looking. Hold on. Misdemeanor. Oh, it went. It says it doesn't know. Why? Did I spell oh, it wrong? Oh, okay. All right. Well, did I spell no. it wrong? Maybe I spelled it wrong. Hold on. Oh, I did. <laughs> misdemeanor. Oh. <laughs> Nickname of the singer Missy Elliott. The actual meaning sure. of misdemeanor is a minor crime. Ain't slang. Uh, the misdemeanor on the show. Um, let's see. Okay, here's one. A minor wrongdoing. Did you hear about the guy that swore in public? He was fined two thousand dollars for his misdemeanor. Okay, that's the actual. Thing. I like that. That's that's on Urban Dictionary is yeah. like the actual definition of misdemeanor. Once in a while, it happens. Once in a while, you get in there. Okay, yeah. how about this one? Oh, there's an all-girl rock band from Sweden. Oh. Um, the May '97 <laughs> release of the Misdemeanor EP, a psych psych out or psych out record, psych out. 
Uh, she Devil Recordings. Let's see. After a year in the studio, other releases include Fifth Wheel. Never heard of these people. Um, is it is it spelled misdemeanor? Is it is it since it's an all group all girl group? Please tell me it's spelled misdemeanor. Uh, no, it's not. No, that's that's lame, bummer. right? That is lame. Yeah, missed our, missed opportunity. Yeah. I, <laughs> Uh, I can see it in their demeanor that they chose wrong. <laughs> exactly. Okay, how about this one? Oh, that's a petty one. Oh, Tally's right. Yeah, Miss Demeanor is a great drag name. Like a great, like I get to hear RuPaul announcing her right now. Yeah. Work at Miss Demeanor. Yeah. The library is open. Let's drink some tea or something. I don't know what he says. I don't know what it is either. Yeah. But yeah. I think you did a good job of trying to come up with that. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. How about Med? Okay. Here we go. Misdemeanor Meadows. <laughs> when someone other than a stoner has a lot of black ice trees hanging in their car, really oh. recognizable by police officers. Uh, quote, hey, man, come on. Let's roll to the store. Nah, fam. Not while you got that misdemeanor meadows growing in your car. <laughs> the misdemeanor meadows. Yeah. So all of the trees hanging from the rearview mirror. You know what's bizarre about that? I see that all the time when I'm driving. Yeah. Is I'll see, you know, when you if you have one of those and those whatever those trees, why are they so damn popular? Because they, I see them on every car. Like yep. I'll be behind a car. Look, sure enough, little mm-hmm. tree outline dangling from the rearview mirror. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Number one, why are those so popular? But number two, why do people just stack them? Instead of saying, oh, this one's not working anymore, they just get another tree and stick it on top of that one. And then they stick another tree on top of that one. Because I see these stacks of about 15 trees, unless it is exactly what you're talking about, the misdemeanor meadows, which is is the best uh, (laughs) best description. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to do the final thing since we live in the age we live and we say um what let's see what other I'm going to ask chat gpt 3.5 this question. So we'll see if the AI knows, all right? What other uses are there for the word misdemeanor? Yeah. I could probably do this a Google search, but whatever. Let's see. All right, chat gpt open AI doing its work. All right, we're blinking, we're okay. blinking, all we're right. generating Good. a response. Yeah. It says nothing yet. Oh, stop, Jenner. Okay, here we go. The word misdemeanor typically refers to a minor criminal offense that is less serious than a felony. However, the term can also be used for more broadly or more broadly to describe any other type of wrongdoing or misconduct that is considered less serious than a major offense. Here are other examples of the use of the word misdemeanor. Number one, ethical misdemeanor. Number two, Mm. social misdemeanor. Okay. Number three. Oh, wait, it's still writing number two. Uh, Number three, personal misdemeanor. (laughs) All right. So, so far we got ethical, social, personal, and finally, fourth, linguistic misdemeanor. Hmm. This didn't help at all. No, it really didn't. didn't. Nope. Thanks. Uh, Thanks, chat. Chat. Claire uh, found the term uh, wiener misdemeanor, which is uh, code for uh, uh, diddling. And basically, I just committed a wiener misdemeanor. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I don't think I like that one. That seems nasty. <laughs> no. Claire, did you find it or was it already part of you? You tell oh, me. Oh, she, she found it. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, well, anyway, uh, uh, I don't know what to make of it. Uh, everyone at home, you can write in and tell me your theories, but that guy yelled it and I don't know why. Yeah. 
And he was a nuncio. It's not like it was. It's not like it was muffled. Yeah, you heard it clear as day. Yeah, and when and it, I do get a lot of sound back there because I'm literally the windows right where people pull into that back driveway. And mm-hmm. if they say stuff out there, that's how we heard Tesla back when he was complaining about us and called the cops. That's how I heard. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've heard plenty of things back there, and this was things I've heard back there, Brian. Uh, put hair on your chest. Oh man, I know. I don't know if I'll ever get over it. <laughs> anyway, there's that. I hope you're all doing well. Uh, uh, we're gonna add Amy to the call, and we're gonna have some. Yeah, we're gonna have some reading. Speaking of reading, we're gonna have her. Yeah, help us read. yeah. We don't need no AI to read us this. Hell no. Uh, but we do need to play her intro, which uh, is fresh and new. One of the things that I enjoy also is reading. I couldn't change the music, though. I love it too much. Yeah, uh, no, it's perfect for Amy. Yeah. Joining us now, we have Amy, uh, a.k.a. Red Fraggle. She is our resident librarian and uh, has lots of reasons to tell us why to read and what to read. And she's here today to do the, just that. Hi, Amy. Welcome back. Hi. How are Hello. you? I'm def- I definitely would not claim the title of librarian. No. I have, <clears throat> excuse me, many friends who are actual librarians, and ooh, yeah, that takes a lot of work. So. Have you have you ever told anyone to, to stem or yeah. librarian by proxy? There you go. You're our librarian. That's right. We gave yeah. we gave you I'll an be, honorary I'll be the frog pants librarian. There you shirt, go. The, yeah. <laughs> you must you must tell us how the Dewey Decimal System works though to attain that title. Oh Lord, if I know. I don't remember either. <laughs> I mean, we were all supposed to be taught that, right? And no one remembers it. I don't remember. I mean, well, we yeah. were all taught it. I mean, you, there's a difference between knowing how it works that it's like, okay, you, you you find the number you like, and then the subcategories are the decimal point or the numbers after the decimal point, blah, blah, blah. But I don't think anybody expected us to remember, well, your reference books are going to be in the 100s and your autobiographies oh. are going to be in the 600s. And Well, good. the good news yeah. is you already remember more about it than I do in total. So nice job. <laughs> I don't remember any of it. I just remember it had a funny name. And I just was, like Dewey. Yeah, Dewey's yeah. good. Who I doesn't like, like Dewey? I yeah. think Dewey was Dewey. better than Huey or Louie. That's really, right. If you ask me. That's right. Wow. Yeah. I liked Scrooge, the way he would swim uh, in the, centrist. the gold coins. <laughs> capitalist. <laughs> <laughs> dirty, dirty capitalist. Literally because he's swimming in money and money is gross. Do you anyway. remember there was an old Disney short about like they, they, they weren't actually all that short, but they used to do these educational videos mm-hmm. and they did one about like about money and mm-hmm. like how I remember that's where I learned that the word salary comes from salt and mm. like i you know all this all this different stuff and it was like it was like a scrooge mcduck going on a kind of a multiverse adventure with really? a, mm. a, yeah an omniscient narrator it was in the same vein one of my favorite like, things kind of ever was schoolhouse like, rocks by disney basically yeah right? like yeah. i actually have the dvd or i used to i don't know if i still do of one of them it was called donald in math magic land and it was all like <laughs> donald duck learning math and like Oh, really cool math concepts like the golden section and the Fibonacci sequence and all that kind of stuff. It was really cool. <laughs> so, like, nothing better about than learning the times tables from a creature that, yeah, talks right? like that, like, basically. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert! I became a nerd. Uh, yeah. Oh, BioCal <laughs> found the video. This is awesome. Uh, I also go. found I found the the Wikipedia for it. It's called Scrooge McDuck and Money. And uh, it came out in 1967. It says in the description, it says uh, directed by Hamilton Lusk and featuring characters Scrooge McDuck, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. It was released then. It begins with them visiting their uncle in his bank vault and explain that they want to deposit their money, which totals a considerable dollar ninety-five. 
then he goes on to tell him all about money. So you're, you're, you're absolutely right. And it featured that Scrooge voice guy, that uh, Bill Thompson mm. dude who did all the Scrooge voices back then. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That he, neat. Yeah. So, I just so wanted cool. to explain how, how you're supposed to swim and dive into a, hard, you know, a vault full of hard coins. That's mm-hmm. just like, it's going to hurt right on your, your landing. First no, of it's right? like a hard floor. Yeah. Seems like that would yeah. be very painful and not not at all, uh, you know, conducive yeah. to a good swim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like those people that try to cannonball into that liquid that is also a solid until you stand on it long enough. What's oh, that called? Sure, uh, pneumatic uh, fluid yeah. or whatever it is. What's it called? Ne- not pneumatic. Oh, uh, not pneumatic, yeah. but uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> like, um, dang it. It's one of those and, uh, kinetic, kinetic fluid. Is that's it kinetic? kinetic is that it? Kinetic or a kinetic? Uh, Newtonian. That's it. Newtonian. Newtonian. Non, Newtonian. Fluid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. And yeah, uh, yeah. those when people you add uh, uh, water to you mix water and what's it called? Um, cornstarch. Corn yeah, yeah. And you yeah. put it on the speaker and watch it dance. I mean, how how am I going to watch <laughs> half naked people jump into those and slam on them hard if TikTok goes away? Come on now, right? Oh yes, gosh. I know. We'll I see really, how it goes. I, you know, it's a silly thing for me to be upset about, but if it does, I'll be upset because, like, I actually really love TikTok because I've curated my feed very carefully. It's like I get crafty stuff and art mm-hmm. stuff and mm-hmm. creative stuff and funny, like, cute dogs and crap Same. like that. Like, yeah. I love learned a lot from tiktok i agree i will be very sad there's really good content on there what will happen is if it happens i don't know that it will but if it does they'll all shift to youtube shorts so they'll all shift to instagram reels i don't like either of those things compared to it but they'll do it and it'll all be okay but that's the that's the big hang up or that's the big disconnect i have with this whole thing is there's tons of I found a documentary series on there yesterday that is just a series of documentaries about seemingly ordinary people with like amazing stories. I wouldn't have found it any other way. It was mm-hmm. really great and like heartfelt. This 94 year old dude who uh, flew planes when he was 19 in World War II, ran bombing runs, and then he danced for the rest of his life. He's 94 now, and he and just tells this amazing story. How am I supposed to find that shit otherwise? You know, mm-hmm. I know it's really know. good. Well. And my, a bigger question is, is this who we really want to be? Because I, I heard a story about this uh, a few months ago, like when the bill was introduced and all this uh, by one of the sponsors, you know, they were interviewing him on NPR and NPR does this thing occasionally where, you know, people call in and leave a voicemail, uh, you know, kind of like you do, sure. but you know, less, sure. uh, less fun and silly, more like, Hey, <laughs> here's the, here's the thing you guys are talking about. And, right. uh, I want to, I want to comment on it. Um, and a guy called in and said, okay, can, can you explain to me how this isn't the same thing as China just banning all of, you know, American media or, you know, anything that they don't like, how is it any different? Because it sure does smack of that. No, and, here, here's my main take is it know. is a political football that is advantageous for people to keep in the air. And until it's no longer that, which is based on a lot of issues, xenophobia, actual concerns, like there's a lot of mixed up stuff mixed up in there, but it's a p- political football nonetheless. And like all political footballs, nobody actually cares that we deflate the football and throw it away. They care that we keep it up in the air so everyone has something to fight over. And I hate it. Because it's just sitting there, especially, I said this at the top of the show, pre-show, but them asking questions 
that are that they should be asking about YouTube, like saying, well, there's a lot of misinformation on your app. Do you disagree? I'm thinking, have you seen YouTube? Have you seen Twitter? Have you seen Facebook? Have you seen these American yeah, social I mean, networks? Those, those those aren't currently on trial, but I'm sure if they were, it, the, the excuse shouldn't be. Uh, here's all this information, but other ones are doing it too. It should be all right. Well, let's you Mom. guys are currently on trial. Yeah, Mommy you guys are currently on trial. Too. So yeah. let's let's you know address the ones that are in front of us, and then we can get to. But they're not going to. Twitter. They don't care because those aren't those aren't political footballs. Nobody wants well, to bring you. They will if all well, of a sudden Zuckerberg says, "Oh, I might also be selling your information to China." You know, I, we I, need I, you a, think he's going to say that? Our, yeah, uh, no, he's not going to say that. <laughs> we need the equivalent of Tom Brady to come deflate this football for us. <laughs> yeah but anyway yeah. we'll see sure. we'll see how it all pans out today i'm not like i'm not pro china i'm not anti-china i'm just of course of course i just think this yeah. is all stupid it's stupid if you're gonna Agreed. if you're gonna go oh this this is a tell you making our kids enjoy dancing or whatever your problem is you're not being they're not serious people in washington they're just well, not serious the hilarious thing to me and and this dovetails right into today's topic so it's all good, oh, good. um yeah, but like the hilarious thing to me was listening to that piece on NPR and hearing the guy who was sponsoring this speak about it. He's like, well, you know, have you seen what's on there? Like, it's just nothing but, you know, misinformation and and sexy videos and predators. And I was like, my guy telling on himself there because TikTok's algorithm does a pretty good job of showing you what you go looking for. Mm hmm. So uh, what you looking for there, yeah. Congressman? I know, know. There's, there's way more like it figures out what you hesitate on. Like, oh, yeah, I don't want to have this in my feed, but I can't stop looking at this. And it's like, great. Now you can have a bunch more of that in your feed. Yeah. But I don't have, you know, like if they're trying to if if China is trying to fill my brain with Chinese propaganda uh, th via this app, they're doing a terrible job of it because I don't get any of that. I get cats. Yeah. I get dogs. I get uh, mm -hmm. nothing but goofy weird shit. Once in a while, I'll send Brian something that's just funny. Thanos dancing, yeah, <laughs> Thanos dancing. If that's if that's right. propaganda, then I must have a weird definition of what propaganda is. That's the part I don't get. Yeah, I get, I get like lots of Gen X stuff rolls, and art I saw that video. And, I get way yeah. more random like pro Russia <laughs> shit in Twitter than I do, you know. And I don't follow any of it, but I get it. Sure. So. Yeah. Whatever. Congress. So let, me, let me show you guys how this this leads into. Yes, please, talk please. Let's today. talk about a book. Like, <laughs> no, we're not. We're going to keep talking about this. Um, unfortunately, Brian. So oh, no. today I, I didn't pick an actual book today. No. What I wanted to do was talk about how silence only helps the oppressor. Mm. Right. And mm. and to 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 censor things and to silence things is it's not it's inherently not good um so i decided this week i was gonna go look at band books and oh, my cool. my challenge to everyone as scott i sent you a couple of links there i'll throw them in the chat also um go go find a list of of band books and just pick one and go read one see if your mind books. gets corrupted that's right yeah. Right. Well, and the interesting thing too is is uh, the the link I just threw in the chat um, is a link to ALA.org, which is I think it's like the uh, Association of Librarians. Uh, I, I forget what it actually stands for, but um, anyway, they will list there the reason that the book was banned or mm -hmm. challenged, and how many of them are like 
Hmm. Like, for example, the most challenged books, the, te- the top 10 most challenged books of 2021. Number one, Gender Queer by Maya Kobabi. Mm. It was banned for, you know, LGBTQIA plus content. Uh, Lawn Boy, LGBTQIA. All Boys Aren't Blue, LGBTQIA. Mm. Out of Darkness, uh, depictions of abuse and considered to be sexually explicit. The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas, banned and challenged for profanity, violence, and because it was thought to promote an anti-police message and indoctrination of a social agenda. Mm. And, uh, you know, like, and uh, many, many other books on here. I'm like, you know, Toni Morrison, Mm. The Bluest Eye by Toni Morrison has been banned many, many times, Uh, you know, and there are some books that I have actually recommended on this segment before that, that have been mm-hmm. banned. Uh, John Green books are banned a lot. Um, because, you look at 2020 you know, and you've got To Kill a Mockingbird and Of Mice and Men, too. Yeah, those Mice, are always yeah. – To Kill a Mockingbird yeah. was always like uh, this hot ball. Like I remember even yeah. in high school, somebody was upset we were reading it senior year or junior year. I can't remember what the deal was, but they tried to get our school to – to ban the book and we didn't do it. The yeah. school wouldn't do it. They refused. I don't know if they'd refuse today or not, but um, at the time it was a bit weird. My favorite title on here, <clears throat> not for any good reason. I just like number nine, which is this book is gay. I like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's and cool. It sounds name. like uh sounds like a podcast uh, mentioned by Todd Cochran. Yeah. Like a Todd Cochran uh, <laughs> award-winning podcast that he might've meant, uh, right. mentioned before. Right. Um, yeah. you know, everything from all of that to things like, you know, it's so funny. Okay. Can I just share something about books just real quick here? I promise I won't go off on a tangent. The Harry Potter series, the Harry Potter series constantly under attack for being about wizards and dark magic and what, uh, certain, um, uh, extreme thinkers believe is demonic and straight from the devil's ass and whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Those same people are super stoked about it now because Uh they agree with J.K. Rowling's stance on on, uh, trans issues. So here, I'm so glad you said that because I I thought it was really hilarious when I was looking up these lists for this segment, you know, doing my my research, as it were. Uh, If you look at the list from 2019, right there, number nine, Harry Potter series by J.K. Rowling because Mm. of, you know, occult and blah, blah, blah. Care to hazard a guess? When J.K. Rowling's public transphobia started? Mm-hmm. 2020? 2020. 20, ni- the end of oh, 2019. Oh, the end of 2019, The yeah. end of this same year. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. It's right before the, the pandemic. Yeah. Don't see her any any lists later on. <laughs> yeah, no, because yeah, they want exactly. to keep it in now because they're like, no, let her have her say. I know <laughs> 10 years ago I was talking about boys shooting magic out of their hands and they were all going to hell for it, but now it's great. I love it. Yeah. F off. I got to do two birds for those people. Here they are. Two birds fresh from the bird factory. Enjoy these. Put them where you want them. (laughs) All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, by the way. Sorry. Sorry. There's a quick one. Exactly. If I wanted to be really conspiratorial. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I could say like, hey, look at that. Harry Potter series ended up on a banned book list and probably, you know, sales and interest were kind of waning at that point. Yeah, you could you could argue that maybe it was a calculated move. 
Well, let me to make stir a up controversy. That it's possible, but I, I don't know. Conspiratorial but, for sure. But I'm not saying it was, and I'm not a conspiratorial person. But I know some people have argued that, like every time, <laughs> every time she's got some new media that's coming out, is when she acts particularly poorly publicly yeah um so here's that, the thing, that may though. not have been the initial or, impetus it but it's like that, hey let's stick with what works right or know? is it just that she tends to say these things when she's on a press junket yeah maybe <laughs> oh maybe maybe that, she, but, that yeah. she says them all the time but the only time anybody hears her is when they've got a microphone in front of her to promote her new thing here's the thing yeah, though like there i i i am uh let me i want to make something clear because the emails are already percolating i want to say this <laughs> Sure, sure. So you hear the under, typing in the. Distance, I just want where yeah. people. I want people to know where I'm coming from. Uh, if what bothers me the most is not about people having differing opinions, what bothers me the most is abject hypocrisy. That's what bothers me always from any side. Sure. So, for example, number nine on 2016's list was a book called Little Bill. It was a series. It was written by Bill Cosby and illustrated by some lady. The reason it was being challenged or banned or being told to take out of schools was because of the criminal sexual allegations against the author at the time, which have now, you know, resulted in jail time and all that. Uh, I don't think you should ban that shit either. You can all have an opinion about how Mm -hmm. it sucks that he's got something on the market and it's a thing that you can buy and sell. And it's a thing. I get it. Totally have that opinion, Mm -hmm. but I have a don't burn books rule across the spectrum as far as it can go into the horizon. I don't care who you are because I know people who would say, no, that's good. Get rid of that one. But don't take this one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I mean, not cool. You don't cool. have to buy any more copies. Don't buy anything if you don't want to buy it. In fact, be vocal yeah. about how you, you can say to people, I don't think people should read this book. That's as far as that gets to go. You don't get to go to the, the library and say, take this out of here, or we're burning that stack of these, or whatever. Every time that's happened in history, nothing good comes from it ever, 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 ever. Totally so agree. That's well, my whole my thing. My problem is this whole, the whole, all of, all of this that's happening now where they're banning books and doing all this is, you know, these don't say gay bills and whatnot. It's under the guise of, oh, we're trying to protect the children. Protect your own damn children and let me protect mine. Mm. You don't get to tell me what books should be in my child's library. If you don't want your child to read something, maybe talk to your child. Yeah. Exactly. Again, what you know? you're describing why, Aaron, why this thing is what you're describing once again. Business. You're describing yeah. once again that hypocrisy that I hate. It's one thing to yeah. say. So, for example, I think it's perfectly within somebody's rights to say I'm not getting vaccinated, and neither are my kids. Fine, make that choice. Yeah. Do your thing. Nobody's forcing you, even though you pretend they are. Just don't get vaccinated. But then don't turn around immediately and say. I'm going to ban all drag shows because they're grooming kids and I don't want the kids, the kids, the kids. You're doing the same thing. So take your hypocrisy and shove it straight up your bunghole and then put some dirt up in there to pack it in real good and then maybe cement the outside of your bunghole so it can never escape again. That's my take. That's my hot take. So those of you who have missed like angry Scott from back in the days when jury was on the show, congratulations. (laughs) I brought him back for you. You're well done. Uh, Well done. Time for therapy Thursday. Right. Right. Rise from your grave is what you told me to do. Um, No, I totally agree with you though, Scott. Like you can ask, you can ask Chuck. We can talk about this in Vegas. Like I will get, I, I get really heated about it. And like Chuck is like, yep, I agree with you. Stop yelling. Yeah, stop yelling at everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I just, you know, I get 
what I get maddest about is, and now it's almost preemptive because someone's going to, you know, if you come to it with different perspectives and you're going to have a different take. I just want my take to be extremely clear. It's your hypocrisy that bothers me, not your differing opinions. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. one thing to say, I don't want to do a thing. It's another thing to say, I don't want to let you do a thing. Right. That's it. Right. That's the Correct. whole thing for me. It boils down to that. Have your own weird beliefs, have your own shitty takes, whatever you want to do. Those are yours to have, but don't be telling me how to have them. That's it. Yep. That's it. Simple Agreed. as that. And that goes for books. That goes for movies. That goes for any kind of content. Like, look, I think it's cool that there are, if you're somebody who, who, uh, painstakingly goes through books and crosses out stuff that offend you so that your kids won't read them. And then you hand them to your kids. You're a bad parent, but go ahead. It's your job until they're 18. (laughs) And when they're 18, I hope they freaking rebel. But my point is I'm not going to force them to rebel any more than you're going to force my kids to do your weird shit. So, Mm -hmm. so stop it. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and also, you know, it, it 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 pains me how many people rail against a book that they've never actually read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, that happens all the time. Yeah. You know, or, or like, anything. You know, I'm not like, just you the don't book, actually but... even know what's in that book. You don't right. know anything about it. You're just, you know, like you saw the word "gay" in a title and freaked out. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like. Oh, this that's, is great. That's the thing that gets me is Ch- like, oh, I'm going to speak at at length about a thing I intentionally don't know about. Check this out. In uh, 2015, I was still looking at this list. There were two things that were asked to be banned that year. And this illustrates my point completely. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, for all the reasons that are obvious. And the Holy Bible, for all the reasons that are obvious. (laughs) Shouldn't they have banned Fifty Shades of Grey just because it's bad? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Brian's Brian's take is only ban it if it sucks. And you know, that's not a bad idea. Hmm. There's a lot of shitty Just stuff kidding. out there. I know there's a lot of people in the audience who read it and enjoy it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I, I actually own the movies thanks to uh, Sebastian, ma- former mashup man, because for a while he was sending me birthday gifts that were related to whatever age I was turning. And uh, uh, so when I oh, turned dear. 50, he sent me the box set of Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, so I have all Lord. three movies all. on Blu-ray. Oh, no, it's really it's really cool. Like... Uh, uh, like Blink, uh, not Blink, uh, uh, some 41 I got when I turned 41. Um, Hitchhiker's Guide I got when guide, I turned 42. Yeah. It, it was, it's very cool that he, he did that. And it was, that is, nice. that yeah, is what very else, cool. And what I else are you going to do for 50? If that's perfect for 50, what else are you going to even do? It's for perfect that? for 50. And those, those movies are just sitting right over there and I haven't watched <laughs> them. And it's like, uh, it, it's, see, I, to me, much, I would much rather, you know, say, Hey, I see problematic things in this text. Mm-hmm. Here, let's talk about them. Mm-hmm. And like, I, you know, I have kept my kids from reading certain things because I didn't feel like they were age appropriate for them at the time. And I felt like they would not, you know, they would not be able to handle them or not be able to make sense of them in a way that was age appropriate, right? Like I wouldn't have given my kids looking for Alaska to read when they were six. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if it's age appropriate, Let's read it and talk about it, right? You yeah. know, and um, and let let's talk about why is this problematic. Similar to, you know, the Bill Cosby thing. Hey, let's talk about why this guy is problematic now. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, and why um, what makes this book problematic? You don't you don't learn anything by burying it. You know, you don't learn anything by keeping silent about it, and you only help the people that are oppressing other people. Um, you don't. You don't help. You don't help us move forward as as humans. 
by, you know, silencing people. Yeah. So. And the next time one of you says, I stand for freedom, <laughs> I expect you to well, offer that same opportunity to everyone around you. Okay. We have, yeah. a, we have a visiting kitten who rarely makes a basement appearance. Oh, my gosh. Kitten. Look this at that. A, oh, my gosh. What a beautiful kitty. Oh, yeah. really, really Aww. happy to be held right now, by the way. Yeah. You can tell <laughs> super stoked about it. Oh, we got the meow. That's Aww. so cute. Is she, oh, she's like, is she clawed or declawed? I can't remember. She is not declawed. We, we, uh, we'll trim, but we won't declaw cats. Yes. I just wondered oh, if the yeah. rescue was but that. When I finally found out what declawing cats entailed, I was really. No, it's like, awful, dude. Traumatized. I was yeah. like, I will never do that. Ever. It's horrible. Not never that do I that have cats because I'm super allergic to them. But I used to have a cat exactly that looked exactly like that when I was growing up. Her name was Crayola. Oh, <laughs> cute. That's adorable. I, is, I still think is a great name for it's a, a great name. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's a it's a brand name. Even you've named it after a, yep. a manufacturer of fine coloring <laughs> implements. <laughs> Exactly. I like that a lot. Uh-oh. My dog is pissed oh, off. I'm talking oh, about this yeah, cat. Oh, that talk, shit. Yeah. Oh, we right. the... That's well, that's all right. That brings us to the uh, the end of this discussion. It's a, been a good one, though. I think, uh, you know, it's always good to be reminded. It's um, important mm-hmm. to, you know, let's... So uh, everybody go out this week. I don't care which one. I don't... Whatever. Just go pick go pick a book that's on a banned book list. They're, they're easier to find than you think. And, and yeah. read it. Yeah. Um, and the link in uh, on quicktms.li today will be linked to that list of banned and challenged books uh, nice. by year, which I think is a really good thing for folks to check out. Yeah, go check it out and uh, see for yourself what people think should go. And then make up your mind to never have any of it go. Make exactly. your own choices. Okay? Yeah. And don't yeah. be a yeah, listen here, yeah. see? All right, that'll do it for us. Thank you, Red Fraggle, a.k.a. Amy. It's the other way around. Amy, uh, have a fantastic week, and may all your books be unbanned. We'll see you next time. Thanks, y'all. Bye. 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 All right, we got time for a little bit of news. Whoa. It's time for a little bit of news, and it's brought to you by... Brought to you by Coverville, celebrating the 70th anniversary, no, 60th, sorry, 60th anniversary, is that right? That seems like, uh, I guess that would be right, uh, of the album released in 1963, I still feel like I'm doing the math wrong. Am I doing the math wrong? I don't know. Oh my God. Scott, do the math real quick. I don't know the math. Uh, of the uh, <laughs> the very first album released by the Beatles, uh, please, please me, uh, it is the uh, the anniversary was released. On this date, yes, sixty-three is sixty years ago. Thank you. I, I just felt like I felt like I was doing the math wrong. But uh, anyway, released sixty years ago, the first release or the first uh, album released by the Beatles, um, and and one that uh, surprisingly is filled with covers. Believe it or not, hmm. uh, they did. It was half originals, half covers. So uh, find out which songs were not originally by the Beatles on that album, and then hear covers of every single song on that album coming up today. Twitch.tv slash Coverville. I finally point. understand the math of your text here because I could not figure out what Please X to me was. Uh-huh. Because I don't want you to spoil it. I don't want you to say, Brian, please tell me about uh, Coverville and why it's Please Please Me. Oh, do I do that with Coverville? I didn't know I did that. <laughs> not with Coverville, no. Oh. <laughs> you do it with other links that I put in the pre-show. Oh, so it's yeah, like, yeah. I shouldn't do that. All right. Yes. I'll stay away from that. <laughs> so I'm, I'd be, I'm usually cryptic in those and decide to be cryptic here I'm like, well. Please X-Men to me. A Please X. <laughs> I could not figure it out but now right. i get the, it the the x-men sequel x2, uh, x2 please me <laughs> colon me uh, right. all right let's talk about brine shrimp becoming utah's official state crustacean yeah please make sure you keep pronouncing it 
Brian Shrimp, not Brian Shrimp. Yeah, not uh, Brian the, Shrimp. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, no. It's a very different thing. Uh, Brian Shrimp um, Brian has shrimp. become our official crustacean here in Utah after <laughs> Governor Cox signs the bill. Uh, the Brian Shrimp, tiny crustacean that has lived in the Great Salt Lake area for at least 600,000 years. Like if you got to the Great Salt Lake, which is currently in a little bit of trouble, um, because we had such horrible drought. That's great. Yeah, uh, they're they're doing some stuff about it. But anyway, the uh, it's full of brine shrimp and it stinks. <laughs> That's the reason when you go out there and it reeks so bad. It's not because of the salt content or any of that, or that it's just sort of stagnant. It's this this shrimp, and during certain parts of the year, they just swarm the place. They're everywhere. Um, well, they are now officially the state crustacean, and uh, Governor Cox signed this bill HB three seventeen into law on Friday creating the official designation. Quote, the importance of the brine shrimp in the Great Salt Lake ecosystem cannot be overstated, said the Utah Division of Wildlife Resources. Great Salt Lake Ecosystem Program Manager John Luft. We are thrilled about the designation of the brine shrimp as the state crustacean and the attention they are getting for their role in the Great Salt Lake. Uh, brine shrimp are about half an inch long. Uh, in, the t- in, the, in the fall, they produce eggs. These are called cysts. That's a real bummer of a name. Yeah, that's not. That's an unfortunate name for your offspring. Yeah, I don't like that. That's what I called my kids when they were born. Little cysts. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> which are harvested by private companies and used as food or uh, for fish and commercially grown shrimp, sometimes called sea monkeys. So if you ever wonder where you get your sea monkeys from. Yeah, they're just brine shrimp. And and so if, so if the Great Salt Lake uh, runs out, right, mm-hmm. then don't worry. I know where you can get them for $1.99 uh, for a bag uh, online. This is how we'll replenish might, the uh You the might need to buy you might need to spend nineteen ninety nine first on the uh, habitat uh for their little their little tridents and their castles that apparently they live in. Nice. There were three things as a kid that flummoxed me. Uh sea monkeys. Yeah. Um the other one I'm was guess, I'm gonna guess the other one. Guess it. X X ray specs. Uh close, but not uh, yeah. it's on the let's say it's in the top ten. But for me it was Chia Pets. Just because now I know exactly how they work, but as a kid, they I just was like, "What? Really? How are these? <laughs> how are these like ceramic pigs growing leaf hair? Like I just didn't understand it." <laughs> and then the other one was magic sand. To this day, I just oh, am really blown away by magic sand. You know, put in it, put it in the water, come out dry. How's that even possible? What's yeah, going on? Yeah, right. So that was always no, a that's weird a thing. Good point. God, what? Yeah, what? Uh, X-ray specs were one of those things for me. I'm trying to think of what else. Like you see these on the on the advertisements, usually like targeted towards us during syndicated Leave It to Beaver or something, mm-hmm. uh, or in the back yeah, of a Mexican, comic book or whatever. Mexican jumping beans are one of those things for me. Yep, right. Yeah, that was a good uh, one. I so like realize, that one. Oh, it's really just a, a worm in there. That's Cameron <laughs> says a, magnets having I've, a horrible life. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Magnets, magnets, sure, I guess. But I feel like I learned more about magnets early on, so I didn't really. You learn those pretty quickly with the kitchen refrigerator. Yeah. Basically, it's like, oh, click. Okay, I guess I get that figured out. Oh, these little letters, I can spell things with. They stick to the the fridge, but they don't leave residue. Okay, magnets. I understand. Yeah, that seemed like a thing. But yeah, still to this day, though, if you give me a handful of magic sand, I'm I'm blown away by it. <laughs> I think that's really cool. Even though that time I went to uh, Carl's Jr. and got that salad and there was a big dirt clot in it, 
<laughs> and I broke that dirt that was, clod. I think that was magic dirt. Basically, well, it right? almost it was because when it, it looked wet on the outside, but I tapped it with yeah. a fork and it went and was all dry on the inside, which isn't the same as magic sand, but that's <laughs> kind of the opposite. It's, yeah. And if you yeah. a bunch of you youngins out there not know what magic sand is, look that up. It's weird. It's yeah, real weird. Watch the commercial, the YouTube commercial that we all got subjected to. Uh, ad infinitum when we were kids mm-hmm. and, and blew blew our little minds. Yeah, our tiny, our wee brains. Add that Bobby Frank's ad magic sand to uh, all around science. Oh yeah, that's you. a great idea. Or bring it on yeah. here and do a do a do a Tuesday about it. Uh, yeah, yes, that's even better. Yes. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna guest host on Tuesday while you're out. Oh, we're oh, starting good. a half hour late on Tuesday because he's flying until then, so nine thirty on okay. Tuesday. Oh, we can't do a show from the plane. Lame. <laughs> well, tell me how the internet is up there and. Uh, I'll take you up on that. <laughs> um, Wednesday, though, Brian will be in Vegas, so that'll be cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure out uh, what I can do out there. Whether you know, might, maybe I'll walk, be walking on the on Fremont Street. Maybe I'll be in the hotel room. Who knows? We'll I was thinking that last time we had pretty good luck with your five G uh, tether, didn't we? Didn't that work? We out? did. Yeah, we might do. Yeah, that. It might be might be what I have to use, and maybe I'll just do that in the hotel room. Yeah. It's not like I'm walking through Black Spire Outpost at Disneyland. It's it's going to be. Yeah, you know, way way noisier and uh, way more distracting. We'll, there you go. <laughs> we'll figure it out. I'm sure the crustacean of the of uh, your your state, wherever you live. Like if you live in Maine, it's probably lobsters. If you probably. live in Maryland, is probably crabs. Cra- probably crabs. Yeah. yeah, sure. Maybe even Alaska. I don't know. I don't know if you, any of you have crustaceans, but now ours are those ugly, smelly little two inch freaking gross little shrimps. Yeah, it's just uh, feels like such a such a choice. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty <laughs> Such strong. Such an one. interesting choice. It's got a long history here, so I think they and we're landlocked, so we don't have anything else. Like what? What else are we gonna have? Like what would you guys do? Like uh, Colorado have any kind of like? Uh, 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 probably the leopard. The leopard. Uh, is it the leopard snail? Leopard mollusk. It's a. I guess it's not a crustacean. It's a. You have a mollusk it's then. A, it's a mollusk. State Let mollusk. Here. That'd be cool. I think we have those too. I like those. Those look good. Yeah, except uh, yeah, there it is. Oh no, that's not it. Leopard mollusk. What is it? Leopard slug. It's not the leopard slug. Maybe it is the leopard snail, but uh, it's less the official. Uh, I cannot find it. Chat room um, says crawdads, but they're not. Those aren't crustaceans either. Those are classified as something else. And we have those. Are too. they really? Yeah. Okay. They're they're mud bugs, but I don't know what you call them though. Um, I would think that they're crustaceans because they have uh, the exoskeleton. Basically, they're. Uh, Little tiny uh, exoskeletons <clears throat> on the outside, like a like a lobster. Classification. Let's see what yeah. these are called. I'm curious. Crayfish description. Oh, zebra mollusk. I think that's it. Maybe uh, zebra mollusk. Zebra mollusks, because the problem is they stick to uh, boats, and now every time you go into a uh, oh no, it's definitely not zebra mollusks. Those we, those we don't have there. Zebra mussels. I mean, yeah. Anyway. Uh, I'm trying to see if it. Let's see. I mean, the largest. Those are crazy names for these things, but none of them are crustacean. Let's see. Genius here. Huh. Yeah, I can't find it. Ah, someone will find it. I would have gone that way. They're better looking, and they're still mud bugs and kind of gross. But uh, I'd still pick those uh, over crayfish uh, or freshwater crustaceans. They are crustaceans. We had yep. that choice, and we went this way. We have a ton of those. I know. I know, and they're tastier. Like you can uh, throw those into a nice étouffée. Boo. <laughs> That sounds really good right now. You can't even make popcorn shrimp out of brine shrimp. No, you can't do anything with it. Brine shrimp. Well, you shrimp. can you can sell it to idiots and call them 
sea monkeys. Sea monkeys. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're going to take a break. And on the other side, my sister Wendy will be here. She's a therapist with real uh, ideas to share with us. So we'll find out what those are coming right up. But before we do that, Brian's going to share a song with us. What do you have? Let's go to San Luis Obispo in California for a band called The Ragged Jubilee. Um, This is a a band that recorded their brand new LP, Mulholland Overdrive, great name, with Rob Campanella, who's uh, part of the Brian Jonestown Massacre. Um, Listen, you've heard these guys. You've heard them on shows like Ozark, Supergirl, Walker, Shameless, Father Stew, Buddy Games, and and much, much more. Uh, The Ragged Jubilee finally getting a brand new LP out, again, called Mulholland Overdrive. This is the first song from it. It is called Love Junkie.
John Lennon was murdered, but we know almost nothing about his killer until now. Doop doo skidoody bada bot do. The Morning Stream. Hey, don't shoot. We're peaceful. Honest to God, all right? And we're back. Regale me with information about that band. Gladly. That's a band called The Ragged Jubilee from uh, San Luis Obispo, California. Brand new album called Mulholland Overdrive. And uh, this thing actually got recorded in 2020, but but needed so much time to get released, especially with pandemics and lockdowns and producers not available because of that. So it's available now. Mulholland Overdrive by Ragged Jubilee. That was the song Love Junkie. Nice. Do you think... Um there are a lot of bands who get their music on TV, but there's yeah. probably like a short list of bands that are just like always churning into television use. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like Tegan and Sarah got a lot of that action in the they 2000s. Yeah. Um, um, I always like that. Though. Uh, yeah, Pomplamoose. Um, they're going to be on. Uh, oh yeah, their their song is going to be on Ted Lasso today. Oh, uh, that's the, cool. The episode that premieres today. Good old Pomplamoose. Nice, a favorite, a favorite we, here. We love them here on the show. Yes. Um, well, speaking oh, of love. Hi. Oh, hi. Yeah, speaking of love, we got uh, we got some real love on the phone in the form of my sister. Here's her little intro. Wendy. I mean, uh, uh, random. Not a chance. Okay, that's what. <laughs> That's what we hear. Uh, it's my sister, Wendy, everybody. She's here from Minnesota. Uh, not really here, but she's on the line. And uh, and uh, she's here to help us with our problems because uh, she's an actual practicing therapist that does that stuff all the time. Wendy, how the heck are you? Hi, I'm good. How yeah. are you guys? Yeah, good. good. Had, awesome. You had a little uh, family getaway, I heard. That sounds like fun. Did you guys do something fun? We did. We yeah. did. That was very fun. Yeah. Got away. Yeah. Got away. Yeah. Little, yeah. Got away. Little va- What do you call it? Spring break. That's the word. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Right. And the kids are. Are they all back into the into school? And today? they're back in the groove. Yeah. And uh, it's yeah. It's, it's oh, what a time to be alive. Confusing. It's it is, confusing. It is confusing. And then daylight savings happens in the middle of it, and you're like, I don't know where I am. <laughs> that was rough. It's only like one hour, Actually, but it that, feels that way, doesn't it? That yeah. helped my sleep so much because I oh. would start dozing off at 9 o'clock at night, and I'd wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Now I'm going to bed at 10, and waking up at 5, and it's kind of perfect. Oh, Ooh, did it stick then? It's stuck then is what you're saying. It's it stuck, yeah. It, it was, uh, uh, you know, I have the occasional, like, wake up at 4 and still have to go to the bathroom, but... I go back to bed, I fall back asleep and five, five thirty. So it's kind of do working you, out. Do you find that it sticks through and it will this end up being you'll be back to the nine to four again when that <laughs> probably when when in October when things revert back. Yeah, yeah. Oh who knows? Yeah. Probably. All right. Yeah. We all need yeah. to move to Arizona. Not but but only for this one reason. Because <laughs> they have just I mean and, and note places that don't do this have sunshine all the time. So there's a reason, I think. Yeah. It's or that, but I don't understand it and I hate it. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't like it either. Uh, well, sorry, farmers. We don't get it. Um, Wendy, it's good to have you back. We're going to we're gonna talk about, uh, actually, we were kind of winging it today. I don't even know what you're bringing today. So tell me yeah. what you brought. What do you, what do you have? We're going to wing it. Well, okay. So I had a bunch of different ideas and then things went left and right. And now I'm really winging it. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. So everyone, get excited, get excited. So I have a couple options. I'm going to give you a choice. It's like a choose your own adventure, okay? Mm, Cool. All right. So one is um, just going to be like a a very free-form discussion about um, observation as a general thing Uh uh, and kind of 
what it, what you get out of something or what it says about you, how you observe something. There's that one. And then the other one is, it's just like a little teaser of something we do in real steps. We've, we've done this last little while that is uh, really fun and effective and is a cool little trick. It's like a little, it's like a little TikTok hack. I will do live. Okay. So, oh, wow. Choose. All right. <laughs> I kind of like I, the second one. I like the, uh, yeah, because you're very mysterious about what that, what that little trick is. And so I'm, now you got my, you, it worked on me. It worked on me too. I feel like curiosity peak. I feel like our show will benefit from this bit of mystery. So I'm with Brian. Number two, we'll take number two. two. And so those who do real steps will be like, wait a minute. I already did that. (laughs) Uh, But you should do it anyway. Um, So I actually have something to send you. I gotta, I gotta time it right. So you don't put it up too early it's okay. all about timing all right. um where are so you sending I'll, it by the way text or just so I'm where ready. would you like it uh I mean, you can put it here in, the best you can put it here in discord but if you're on your phone it probably is less convenient so if you want text is fine do text that's fine okay. whatever's easy i'm gonna text it to you do not oh yeah i'll tell i'm not gonna send it till i'm right ready <laughs> that's fine <laughs> I've, I've got it, it like, behind me pasted in our discord so yeah i won't i won't we'll see that. it until you do it because i have it in the background it will it will remind me when you do so it's all set to go when you're ready Okay. Excellent. All right. All right. All right. Here we are. Okay. So we've talked about, you know, lots of things on this show before. And one of the things, you know, I think we hint to a lot is like, um, you know, taking out your own garbage and making sure you get your stuff dealt with before, you know, put your mask on your face before you help a child. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and you know, easier said than done, of course, but like, Here's just an example. And, and really what we're saying there is change. Just do yeah, it differently. Figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that is a hard uh, thing to just do, right? We are humans of, we have tendencies, creatures of habit. We tend to have patterns that got established probably a long time ago. And they just keep repeating themselves. I think we've talked about this a little bit before where it's like, Hey, look back at all your romantic relationships. What's a thread that runs through them? I mean, that's a lot of the questions I ask people is like, I'm getting data. You know, it's good for people to share their stories, of course. But one of the things I'm I'm doing in my head at the same time is I'm noting the patterns that I can see because it's easier to see when someone else cannot, you know, you can't see them so well in your own life, which is such sure. a funny trait we have as a species, right? Like our self-awareness, we do know this, we are pretty bad at it. Um, Some studies show that 90% of people think they're self-aware and the actual number is like 8%, 8 or 10% are self-aware. So we're all lying to ourselves that we're good at this, right? Like that's how unself-aware we tend to be. So anyway, we don't really see our patterns. We don't really know uh, exactly what we're doing, but we may find like the, the shrapnel or the the mess that is left behind after a certain thing that starts to seem familiar. Like, why do I always end up here? Mm. Or, you know, that kind of question. So this is tricky stuff. So if you feel like, I don't know why my life sucks, but, uh, I should do something about it. I don't know how it's hard. Or you've tried to change anything. Mm -hmm. This episode is for you. Mm. Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Look how I look at me just still doing the preamble. Okay. So, <laughs> you said something. Uh, you know what's funny though? Earlier this week, I was thinking of you a little bit because um, somebody was trying to tell me that they were sure everything they did in their life was predetermined. Everything, 
everything they did. So they got up when they got up. They did the thing they didn't. They did. They didn't do the thing they didn't do. All because it was already part of a blueprint that we're just not aware of. And every single step of your day is a hundred percent already. It's basically already done. You're just going through the motions of doing it. You're pre-programmed to do every single beat of the day. So they don't, don't even feel like they can say, you know, what? I'm going to do something that out of the ordinary because even that would be expected. Yeah. So no this spontane- free, spontaneity, this whole life. free will versus no free will thing. Mm-hmm. I, what I would say to people is if you're trying to make change in your life, don't hang around those people okay? <laughs> yeah. because they're yeah. convinced everything good and bad is already written. And I just think it's a, it's not going to help you to, to have them be your, your coffee friend in the afternoon. That's all I'm saying. All right. Wendy, go okay, so that is an intro. I mean, that's a whole, that's a whole other, <laughs> I could wing that for an hour and I'm not going to, but that is curious, right? Yeah. Like what does yeah. that do, do for you to, to believe that? And then what does it do for people who don't, believe that right like what where do we each get from our worldview is an interesting uh question to follow up on like huh i mean to me it feels like a lousy more secure it just feels like a lousy excuse to me like if you if your things are going poorly for you and you just can't seem to catch a break right that that's just your way of going well i give up Uh, like to me uh, to me that's what that is but you know i could you know maybe there's more nuance to it and somebody who feels that you know it is a way for somebody to say uh you know the, the, the bad things that happen in my life, uh, they happen for a reason. They happen to make me smarter or more or tougher or whatever. That's kind of there. There's a little bit of a positive way to look at it, but I don't think these people are looking at it in a positive no, way. No, no, no. Yeah. They're using it as an excuse for like, yeah, my life sucks and I can't do anything about it because it's the way my. Yeah, because I'm, I'm actually with that idea of like negative things are can be helpful. You you can take yeah. them in stride. You can learn from them. Like that's absolutely true. I think for sure, hundred yeah. percent. But the idea well, that, that they were you're th- taking the exact same experience of life and figuring out how it works for you, which is flipping it to see that it's a beneficial mm-hmm. right. And right. they're doing the exact same thing by having it all be predetermined. Gives them something, but I don't I don't quite know what it is. I don't is know it, either. Yeah. All right, we don't, don't have to go there, it. but maybe yeah. stability. <laughs> uh, maybe it's also just like it's really hard to, to wrestle with the messiness of life, yeah. right? To try to understand why something happens. And, and really it's, I don't want it to happen to me. So I got to understand why it happened to them or, you know, whatever that might be. Sure. Okay. All right. Distracted long enough. Here we go. Bring it back. All right. Okay. <laughs> so change is hard and change is hard because, and when you think about it, like, a, um, you know, a neural network has been created. So I have a thought, I have a response, I have a behavior, I have, you know, these different things that occur and think of them like wires getting wired together. So a neuron fires and it keeps firing with this other neuron and eventually they are wiring together to create a network. Okay. And that's occurring from a very young age. That's how we're getting our wrinkled brains is neurons are firing and wiring together. And the more diverse experiences you have or different kinds of people you meet, like you're, you're creating way more complexity than if you just sort of lived in the same house, never left and only knew three people. You're, you're not going to have a very wrinkly brain. Um, and that idea is that's growth and change and it's happening throughout your life, whether you like it or not, that's going to keep happening. Um, some, some of you might recognize this experience of having a neuron die. <laughs> you're like, and that memory's gone or, you know, like <laughs> something's been pruned. You no longer can do it. I have this when 
I need to do something physical. And I, my old memory of how my body moved is not the same as my current memory, <laughs> my yeah. current ability. Right. Like you, you ever experienced kind of neural death a little bit that way. And then mm-hmm. we've all experienced ahas or epiphanies where like a little spark and these two neurons fire together and you're like, bah, and it feels kind of awesome. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice, nice so uh, experience. Sure. Here's a question. When was the last time either of you had that experience where you're, it's a new thought, a thing you'd never thought of before, an angle that you didn't know existed, someone told you about. You put two and two together about something you've observed. It's a thing of scale, though, right? Like I can name mm-hmm. a couple of small ones recently. And, yes, and small's good. Small, small is what good? I'm getting at. Okay. Um, well, for me, it was, this is going to sound so boring. It was boring, more boring, better. It was me integrating a, a, a password manager more fully in my life. And part of it was brought on by this idea of, um, I have a, have a, someone I know who's, whose relative passed away suddenly at a very young age and was completely unexpected. And the people in the aftermath have no access to any of the stuff he had, like the bank accounts, the, all of it, right? Like all of it was just, they just hadn't thought ahead because no one thinks about this, you know, very often. And so I got this feeling of like, well, I've, I've been this, like I subscribe to this one password app and I love it. It's amazing. And I mm-hmm. use it, but I don't use it f- as fully as I could. And I realize just how much of my stuff is in my own head and not somewhere like not written down, mm-hmm. not s- scurried away somewhere. And so I had that, this moment of I'm going full bore. And I took like a three hours of an afternoon and just went and made sure everything was there transferred stuff, re uh, changed a bunch of passwords that were kind of weak and lame and, and just big complicated ones so that nobody could hack me, made sure all my two factor authentication was good. Like this, just this moment of like, I'm going to tighten this, no, no. this down. Yeah. And that nice. was a kind of an epiphany because I, for whatever reason, it just never occurred to me before. And it was like this moment of, Oh yeah, I really should do it. And I have all the tools to do it. So why am I not doing it? Let's just do it. So if that counts, I did that. That counts. And here's what I love about it. I love that it's the spark of the idea. The You could die suddenly and your passwords are over the place and it really makes your family miserable. So there was the new neural firing, right? Yeah. A thing you didn't think about or know about before. Then you moved it into action. And that's actually where most of us struggle. We can have the great idea or the new thought and it doesn't always lead to action because you could have just kept putting it off and knowing you still needed to do it. So that's a great example of like, having a new neural pathway create momentum and do a thing. So that's awesome. Okay. How about you, Brian? What's your most recent epiphany? <laughs> Mine, mine's going to be boring too, but it, it came from me having some problems with the uh, current uh, ISP switch and having problems with a power supply. I actually talked about this, I think on Monday or Tuesday on the show, ended up buying a new power supply. And as I was setting it up, I was thinking, oh, you know what? It's actually, I can actually work a couple of the other things in the studio onto that switch to save energy and and figure out these things that are kind of always on in here that don't need to be on when I'm upstairs or uh, out of the house or whatever. And it, so it was a matter of of realizing that I could put some of these other things on that same switch. Again, kind of a boring one, but it was it was this kind of aha moment that that uh that uh that kind of hit me there. I think people like you and I where we're always tweaking our setups and we're always upping our, you know, our output mm-hmm. and we're always trying to figure out a way to, to to improve processes and things like that. I think we probably get these little ones more often 
yeah. than maybe yeah. <laughs> I, I shouldn't say more often than other people. Everybody has their version of this, but but I you know big time relate to that. Like the same thing mm-hmm. happened here recently with just a couple of ways I I shoot the show out, like how I mm. capture a, a video and audio. And for years I struggled to find a better way. And I'm like, ah, forget it. I guess I'll just live with whatever I have. And here recently I was like, oh no no no, if I just do that and move this here. It's, oh my gosh, yeah. the whole thing's better now. It, so, it's like you know. for for tech dorks like us, it's it's like it's it feels like it feels monumental, even though it's like oh yeah, okay yeah. Uh, somebody who knows their Amazon Echo app does has done this already a billion times, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, yeah I, I, <laughs> anyway. boring. It is boring, yeah, but it's exciting for us. It's like it's these, it, these this, the it little is. things for us that pile up. You know, it's good. Yeah, and and that's yeah. true for for all people. And actually, I I'm glad you shared really small things, right? If you had this epiphany that like oh, I need to. I realize that I just need to leave podcasting and move away from <laughs> yeah, my wife. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that would that would right. be a and that would not be a thing I wanted to hear on the show today. I can tell. You. Those will those will come in your life at different time, but they're going to be way more rare than maybe some of these smaller things. Yeah, and most people sure. hearing this are probably like, "Okay, so when I thought I should clean up my uh, my desk or or finally straighten up the living room, and then I didn't, and I just feel bad, right? Like." Mm-hmm. That is not actually what I'm referring to um, here specifically. I mean, we have a whole show on that. But this idea of a thought you've never had before um, is, we call it epiphany. It's kind of a cool experience. And then, you know, it might propel you to, to new things. Well, what changes is not, I wish it was just as simple as now, input, new epiphany, and change. It is. It tends to be that the old wiring is pretty tough stuff, Right. It's what we repeat to ourselves. So I always use this analogy. It's a little dumb, but I think it's I, it's so visceral for me because I can only imagine it. And I don't imagine a lot of things, as we all know. So anyway, is you're on a treadmill next to somebody and that person is insulting you as you're running. Yeah. Or just like, oh, <laughs> your knees are weird. Or like, why did your foot land like that? Are you okay? You know, just critical yeah. and unkind. And you absolutely will have, see an impact on your ability to do the thing you're doing right and a lot of us walk around with that soundtrack in your head of this critical voice telling you you're not doing it right or not doing it good enough and even if you do you know blah 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 and so it really does affect our performance in just basic stuff all the way to the stuff that we really that matters to us that we're trying to do so this hack is about switching just a little bit of that Right. Not going down to the deep core of like your father told you we're no good at five and now we're fighting that battle because that's maybe real. Right. Mm-hmm, but yeah. this is more of the a little more surface version of this. But it's this it's typically the stuff you have said to yourself over and over the, the story you have told yourself. And that story, because we have negative bias brains, usually is negative. Right. So it could be something like and I'm going to have you guys both do this. OK. So I hope you have something to write with. I prefer no cards. Uh, and a pen and a paper. I got not uh, a computer, friend. Okay, you don't want not computers. Computer. Um, hold on, I've got my my notebook that I keep handy, which is the Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters. Uh, got this from my first school when I was a mutant. Fantastic. Okay. okay. So. All right, pen in hand, paper in hand. Pen Let's do it. And paper. All right, good, 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 good. All right. So what I need, you don't have to write yet, but I just need you to write it eventually. So we're gonna do this thing and. Essentially, and I can give you the link to the study if you guys want to read it, but there's a study that shows if you switch one word 
to another word, you are eight times more likely to change a habit. If you change and, the word, okay. the positions change of the word, or just one the, word to a different word, oh, to a different you're word, eight okay. times, yeah, more likely to be successful at changing habits. Everybody so at home, is, all you li- alive listeners right now, pull out your paper for real. Do this all together. All right. Yeah, no computer writing because it's not the same. Yeah, you weirdos. Yeah, you yeah. know how I feel about that. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so here's what here's what I I want everyone to do, and you got to kind of do it out loud. So if you're at work, just whisper. No one will know. But whatever. But you're gonna work through. A statement that you say to yourself all the time. And it's, it's, this is the word we're going to change. It's a can't statement. It doesn't mean you're using the word can't necessarily, but it's, it's got the meaning of can't. So for example, I can't get everything done. I'm not smart enough. I uh, never have enough time. I can't get it all done. Um, I overthink constantly. Um, I'll never be good enough. Those kinds of Negative. Think of it as the person on the treadmill going like, you can't run. <laughs> you know, it's that can't kind of word. So I want you to be thinking and I'm going to have you guys do this um, and I'll share with you what mine is as well. I feel I feel very specifically seen and exposed when you talk about the running and saying I can't run very well. I feel very I seen. Sorry. Because <laughs> that is so me. I'm I did friends. this on the treadmill yesterday. And I'm like. I'm terrible at this. Look at this. Look at this dumb thing. That's <laughs> someone next to you. Yeah. What is you the deal? Yeah, terrible. what's going on here? Anyway. Um, I would love a little experiment like that. Like actually have like anti-trainers in a gym next to people <laughs> just going like, oh, yeah. you're the worst at this. And then watch what people do. Like, do you just keep doing it? Do it sounds like a like YouTube that? channel that probably exists. <laughs> That's why I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Okay. So I want you to think, I'm going to give you mine so you can see uh, – how to do this. And then I'm going to ask, have you guys share yours Mm -hmm. and then everyone else, you're going to do this at home. Right. So I might've already said one that resonates, resonates with you. I am over. I'm always overwhelmed. I'm always stressed out. Mm -hmm. I am too busy. I, um, I can't seem to figure out how to do the thing or whatever. Right. Um, all right. So mine was when I decided to try this out for the first time before I made anyone else do this is mine was I'm too busy. Like I'm just too busy. You're like the you're like the caveman that ate the first uh, blueberry and didn't die, and yeah. then said, "All right, I was- didn't die." In fact, I now I'm a evangelist for this because it's so cool. That's great. Um, right. The blueberry is delicious. Okay, yeah. so this is it. I'm too busy, and um, yeah, I got too much to do. Always have too much to do. And so if you if we just take what that looks like in my life, yes, I have four children who all are too busy and. My husband and I both work full time and I got a freaking dog that needs 4,000 walks a day. I don't have enough time. I'm too busy. I have too many things. And I say yes to a lot of stuff. I do a lot of presentations. I do a lot of, you know, whatever, just talking to random people who need it. And so a lot of time I have dedicated. And so the thing in my head, the treadmill person next to me is like, you're too busy. How are you even here? I mean, I literally had someone say to me once at an early morning gym class, I, I mean, how are you here? <laughs> Aren't you too busy? Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, you know, and really, because what has happened is because I say that to myself, because some, some of it is true. I am too busy, but I say it. And then what do I do is I give that off. So everyone gets to feel the busyness and then they're not sure they can bother me or ask me a question. Like I have projected it it's mm-hmm. outward, right? So people know. Um, and so for someone to see me in a class at 6 a.m., and think, well, how are you here? It's like, well, because 6 a.m. has nothing else happening. <laughs> but I've already told you, you already know I'm too busy. So that makes sense why you would wonder, 
how I could be here, right? Right, right? So anyway, that's what I projected out to the world. So I'm gonna stop there and I want you guys to give me your things that you are too something of. You are okay. we have to write these down or what? Yeah, you're gonna already... you're not gonna write it down. We're not writing down. Oh, you really? say it to yourself all the time. <sighs> Brian's, Brian's so efficient, he already wrote one. Down, but I can tear this page out, rip it up. Rip it out, Brian. Okay, okay. Right. but say out loud what they are. What are your can't statements? <laughs> uh, well, mine's... Uh, all right, maybe I need to reword it as a can't. I do the easy things on my to-do list before the more difficult, urgent things mm. that need to get okay. done sooner yeah. because they're easy. Yeah. So do I rephrase, need to rephrase that as a can't? Well, how is it... Make it an insult. Like, how do you say it to yourself as an insult? Like, I... Stupid Brian always doing the easy things on his <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's Brian's can't statement. Good. Yeah, you don't no, have to I, use the word can't. It just is Okay, But I do need to that. form it as an insult. Uh, yeah. Brian's too chicken shit to do the hard things on his to-do list. Yeah. Uh, like at the end of the day, when you have gotten yeah. not the important things done and just the little things yeah. are done, I mean, I feel how like do you it, think about like it? Is there, procrastination is big. And so like, I go. can't stop procrastinating. Is yes. that good? Yep. All right. Yep. Okay. I can't stop procrastinating. I love it. Okay. Can I, so can that's I write the that can't... down now on the page? Nope. I... Don't write okay. it down. All right. Okay. That's your state. You say it enough. We don't need it to be reinforced. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. Yeah. Okay. So Scott, how yeah. about you? What's yours? Well, as much as I hate that I share the exact same one with Brian in this case, um, a separate one would be, uh, I, um, okay, listen, you don't need to entertain us. Choose the one you No, 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 no. This yeah, is, yeah, yeah. I, I will. This isn't entertaining at all. I, I, <laughs> No, this is height of entertainment. <laughs> I think about dad's death every day and worry that I'm headed toward the same thing. Oh, wow. Ooh, okay. I, I never okay. got over that and that it, he was too young and that it came out of nowhere. And I'm just, I feel like there are moments in each day where I go, I wonder when that, you know, I keep, I think about it a lot. I don't know if that's oh. the same as what you're asking though. Oh, but this feels like we have, should we table the existing thing with you? Have you go? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's not, I, I should gonna, say, I'm it's not refrain. something that like I obsess over or all I think about. Yeah. None of that. Yeah. But I, oh it's just, yeah. I think about it once in a while. It's the only time in my life where somebody I was close to was just ripped away like that, right? Yes. Yeah. Since then, you know, mom is, mom is 84 now or whatever, 83. Like right. she's doing, and she's no sign of, you know, She'll be here for a bit longer, I'm, I'm sure. Um, it just doesn't feel the same. And so that feeling of, and what am I? I'm in 10 years of striking distance of when dad died, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a weird thing to think about. But this happens when I'll see like uh, Lance Reddick just died, the actor. Mm -hmm. Perfectly fine in every way. Suddenly dies in his home the other day. He's 60. Uh, it's not very old. Um, and then my brain immediately goes, Oh, that's luck. That's close to what dad did. Oh, geez. You know, I wonder mm. how they found him. Who found him? How did that affect his family? I think about that stuff way too often. Okay. So it. if we put this in the, I can't stop thinking about certain things category. So maybe I, I, I can't stop worrying. I can't stop, um, ruminating. I can't like, how would you put it? in the way you would describe this thing that you do. Again, it's the criticism of the running. Right. It's not the running itself, right? The running is the actual existential dread you're going through, Okay, right? that, that, the that voice, so the sentence that voice would tell me is, you 
worry about this too much and there's nothing yeah. you can do about it. So knock it off. I so, get that so the criticism is that you can't stop worrying about it. So it would be, I can't stop worrying about dad's There you go. Yeah. I can't stop device. worrying about, I can't stop thinking about his death and Demise. its implications. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So that's yours. Keep that in your head. Brian, you got yours in your head. I got, got mine. mine. Mm-hmm. I am too busy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So everyone else, see, it takes a little work. So good luck over there on your own. Um, figuring out what is it, the statement that kind of always is the storyline, right? Like if a random person interviewed you and just said, Hey, what's your main thought about what you're not doing right? And they, it would be something like that. Like, I can't get everything done. I'm too stressed out. I procrastinate. I r- ruin relationships. Whatever the, the can't statement is. Okay, so now you hold the can't statement. That is neurologically wired right now in your brain. Has been for obviously, Scott, since the year 2000 for you, right? Like that thing has a home in your head physically. Yeah. So what we're about to do, and this is why this hack is so fun, is that we're going to create a new neural network to replace this one. So it's like one at a time. And this is change ultimately is slowly building new neural networks, right? Mm -hmm. And this is just to do one really fast. That's really fun. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So now we are going to find the don't statement. So we're moving it from a can't statement to a don't statement. So I'll tell you mine first. And the idea... Well, let me start with this question. Do either of you do murder? <laughs> do murder. Do you do murder? I do not do murder. I don't yeah. do murder. No. I've never don't done do murder. <clears throat> I've never There's done murder. Statement. <laughs> I don't do murder. I don't do murder. Boy, yeah. I don't do murder. It feels like you're 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 trying to entrap me. Is what I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Only guilty people say that, right? So don't do murder. I want uh-huh. this is the same kind of energy you want to find around our don't statement. Because it's I, a no-brainer. <laughs> Brian doesn't. Brian doesn't do premeditated murder. Okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. There we go. Yes. Oh, thank you. That now I feel better because I feel like it's too much of a generalization. Yes. <laughs> right. But if you think about like, I don't do murder. If you had to just say that at like a party, like, oh, what do you do and don't do? Well, I don't do murder. That would make you real creepy. <laughs> but it's it's really solid, right? Yeah. Like I don't yeah. have to try to not do murder. Mm-hmm. I'm just I just don't do it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of. Uh, like a little bit of click we're looking for. So as we do this next thing, is, this is really of, key. Is this kind of like the, in a lie detector test, this is like the, what is your name to make sure that, that, you know, we've got a, a baseline established kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I want to click good. here. I want, and this yeah. is, I mean, I don't, I feel it as a click people. My okay. clients have described it as a click. Okay. Um, and I think it's like, maybe that's the sound it makes when two neurons fire together. I don't know. <laughs> okay. But the right. idea is that we're going to find a don't statement that feels right. Okay. And so we're, okay. we'll work it until it feels right. So here's mine. I don't do too busy or stressed out. And then I have a second little line that I say, there's always time for what is most important. Mm. That's mine. That yeah. clicked. Okay. I, that is what is written on a little three by five note card. It's set next to my desk. I see it every single day. It, I forget it's even there. Right. But like I turn on my lamp and glance at it. Um, and I will get to how, what has happened once I did this, but I need you to find yours first. Okay. So Brian, let's take your, your statement. (laughs) What's your don't statement. So my don't, I don't do procrastinating 
and then what's my follow-up because i have to have like the follow-up thing right like the yeah uh, you don't have to but if it resonates yeah. only uh, if it resonates well, it definitely does. I don't do procrastinating. I tackle the most the most urgent item on my to-do list first. Okay. So I right. don't procrastinate. Yep. I don't do I like, procrastination. I, don't do, I like I don't do procrastinating because I like, you know, instead of saying I don't commit murder, I don't do procrastination. Yeah, think of it as <laughs> yeah, this way. Okay. You I don't, like famously, you don't do Santeria, right? That's the song. We don't do things. Yeah. I like that. So I don't do procrastination. I like it. So write that down, Brian. Write that down. I don't do procrastination and then do your little subtitle, which is I I tackle the big things first or however you want to write it. That feels like it flows. And what we're doing is we're replacing the thought you had before with this new belief slash thought. It's a thought that turns into a belief. And I'll show you how that works. Okay. So that does that click in your brain at all? Do you feel it? It does actually, yes. As yeah. I'm writing it, I'm kind of feeling it like Yeah, baby. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Totally That's baby. exactly what's yeah. supposed to happen. All right, Scott. Let's do yours. <laughs> Name a therapist that ever said, Yeah, baby, and you did anything. <laughs> Uh, that's amazing. I do all the time. All right. This one's <laughs> tricky. So we have our can't st- statement. Uh-huh. I can't stop thinking about dad's death and its implications. Okay. My can statement or my, is it my do statement or will? I don't. I don't. I okay. don't do something. What don't you do? Um, but in, but to counter this though, right? Yeah. Like, okay. I like don't, Brian's doing. Okay. Let's, let, well, let's just brainstorm for a second. I don't worry about my death. I don't. Um, Cause the more I've thought about it since, since I first told you this, the more I think about it, the more this is maybe too complicated because I, part of it is I don't want to do this to my own kids and be gone. Mm-hmm. I also just don't like the feeling of this inevitability. It's just annoying. But okay, the other so thing is, the, okay, it's not, it's not that it's too complicated. It's that you have to try on a, something to not do here, right? Yeah. Because everything's complicated. You don't think procrastination is complicated? No, it, it's you're complicated. right. You're right. You're right. It's none of so it's So I don't do overthinking. Let, let me just throw out a couple words and we're going to find one that fits. I don't do overthinking. I don't do over worrying. I don't do trying to control something I can't. I don't, you know, that kind of thing. Keep going. Well, I like that last one. Don't, don't try to control. Like I have, I, it's funny how often the, uh, the, the Alcoholics Anonymous thing comes up in my head yeah. about uh, accept the control. things I can control and the mm-hmm. things I can't, mm-hmm. that whole thing. Yeah. Yep. And it, I, I understand why that's helpful because it is helpful for me to, to say that I don't pay attention to any of the other stuff in there because I've never been to, I don't drink alcohol. I don't go to Alcoholics Anonymous. So I don't really have a connection to it outside of that. But hearing that one always mm-hmm. resonates with me and like, and it reminds me, it's like, you can't control this stuff. And that helps with the complexities of what I'm talking about. Like part of my problem is, am I, if I were to go right now, kill over dead on the show live, what legacy am I leaving? Did I leave one? Did I have an impact? I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I don't know if I did or didn't. So what, what you're saying is you, you're going to worry about something you're not going to do one thing about. Yeah. See, that's, that's why I don't, that's why it's so freaking annoying is it feels like I can't do anything about it. Yeah. So what's so that, that's I what we're learning I don't worry here. about things out of my control. All right. I'm going to write this down. I don't okay, is worry. It, quick, though? it does about okay. things more than anything. Cause again, like I say that, that and AA you can tweak thing it comes as up. you go. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't, don't worry about things, things that are out of my control. Things out of my control. 
Okay, do you need a little sub-sentence? Uh, sure. Boy, my handwriting's bad. Like, anyway. notice mine, and Brian's is a good example. Brian's is an action part. Mine is all also, like, mine's just a time optimism thing. Like, there's always time for what's most important. I truly believe that. You always have time. Mm-hmm. And you can make what is most important there. And it's just, it feels real. It does now. I don't think it did seven months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So you can tweak it, but it's got to feel true and real to you too, even though it's not something you've been practiced saying to yourself. So I don't, I don't do what, what's your main sentence again? Uh, Brian's. No, yours. Oh, no. mine. Sorry. My main can't sentence. Yeah. Is uh, can't stop thinking about the implications of dad's death. No. Stop. That's done. We're done with that sentence. Oh, I thought you said the can't. You want the don't? Yeah, yeah. do the don't. The oh, don't um, I don't I don't worry about things I can't control or things. I okay. Sorry, I don't worry about things out of my control. Okay. I don't worry about things out of my control. I take action on what I can or something like that. Do you have something? Uh, yeah, I. Uh, so this is good. Um, uh, let's see. How would you say that though? I get my passwords all in order, baby. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is though. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I, I basically, you're, you're, I can't it's basically you're giving me Gandalf's quote. He says, all we can do is what we can only do with the time that we are given. Yeah. So that's really what I need to say. A sentence like that. Um, yeah. I do what I can. Uh, with, with the time I'm given. With the time I'm given. There. I love it. A little Gandalf drawing right yep. there. That's perfect. <laughs> time Kay. I'm given. All right. Okay. Now I want you both to do this. I want you both okay. read your full card out loud to us. Each of you take one, do it one time. So go, Brian, first. Okay. I don't do procrastination. I tackle the most urgent items first. Okay, Scott. I don't. Sorry, my handwriting is so bad. I don't. <laughs> That's a whole other day. We I, can't about. Write. I can't write. I can't write well. Typing has ruined my life. Um, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't worry about things out of my own control. I do what I can with the time I am given. Love it. Okay. Now here's your homework. And I'll tell you then why this matters. Okay. Your homework is to read that at least another two or three times out loud. Say it out loud. And mm. then put it somewhere you see it every day and just read it. Right. You can say it out loud or not. We just want that, this, and this is why you want the click, because it means some, ni- some neurons tickled each other and are thinking about holding hands, right? And so you're like, <laughs> let's strengthen the bond yeah. by just having this repeated a little bit, right? Right. And then all you got to do is see what happens. And then when we talk next week, you guys can come back and report. Anything change? And that's all you've had to do was switch that thought and create this sort of new way to think about it and read it every day. Do you recommend having this up somewhere? Like, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have it where you're going to see it, the mirror on your toothbrush, wherever the thing you're going to, I'm sticking it to my, uh, the corner of my monitor here. I'll be, I'll be putting it in a nice, pretty font, printing it and then sticking it up. (laughs) Do that. Because I can't read my own writing. Yeah. (laughs) I can control that. That's right. I can control it. 
You can. You can beautify things. Okay. So, Scott, I'm going to send you the thing, but don't put it up until I tell you. By the way, Scott, can you promise that this won't affect your your constant need to point out when all the actors are dead from a movie that we watch? Oh, it's all connected, dude. (laughs) It's all connected. Yeah. No, I'm not. I mean, maybe it will help that because. we fix one and not fix the other? Because this is what happens, Wendy. Wendy may not know this. I'll watch like Casablanca, okay? Some ancient ass movie from the 40s. Yeah. And it, it always occurs to me that the camera view of 30 people in a room, that all of the, I picture the room empty because none of them are actually there anymore. They're all dead. And the guy behind the camera can't even move the camera because he's dead. Everyone's dead. Is that a weird thing to think about? It is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, it's uh, basically Scott is doing that end shot of The Shining where you're looking at the Overlook Hotel <laughs> New Year's yes. Eve photograph. Yes. And he's saying, ah, everybody here is dead. They're all ghosts. Yeah, everyone's a ghost except somehow Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholson is there. And that's weird in its own way. But yeah, I do this all the time. And it's hard for me not <laughs> yeah. to want to know. I'll see an older actor in an 80s movie and goes, he's still around. Like, I... <laughs> It's a thing. I know. It I is know a thing. And that is well, not you look like and a see how old they are. Like when we talked about uh, Greg Kirsten, the first thing you looked up was, oh, he's only two months older than me. I'm right. I did it today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because I'm like, oh, look at him rock and rolling still. Like there's As this. If that makes any difference to what he's done or who he is or anything. No, like exactly. I don't know why yeah. it's a thing. But anyway. All right. All right. Okay. Let's look at the thing that, that uh, Wendy texted you. Yes. Don't do it yet. No. Don't, don't send it yet. Okay. All right. Okay. Let okay. me explain. <laughs> Because took off. Okay, hold on. Okay, so with I my click on links that are sent to me, I am going to tell you what happened when I changed my. I don't have enough time, or I can't get it all done, or I'm too busy. To I don't do too busy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Immediately within 24 hours, I had two experiences. I don't know if I've ever had, and okay. I did nothing to make them happen. They just happened, okay. and this was it. One was. Get sitting down to write an email that is beyond late, like they all are. Mm-hmm. And I go to write the email and my hands physically stopped as I was about to write. I'm so sorry. This is late. I have been re- like, things have been really busy or crazy. Sure. I stopped and I went, oh, I guess I don't do too busy now. So I just wrote, sorry, this is late. And then I moved on. Mm. That I can tell you. I do not write that anymore. It is gone. I have no ability to tell someone I'm busy via email. It's gone. Mm. If I do, maybe it's an accident. I don't know. But for the most part, I don't do it. Okay. So that's the first thing that happened. Then the second thing that happened a couple hours later, mom called in the middle of a workday, which she knows I'm not going to answer the phone because I'm too busy. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And instead, I just answered the phone. I felt zero annoyance. Like, how dare you forget I was busy? I just answered and she about fainted like, whoop, sorry. <laughs> I was planning like, on leaving you a voicemail. A hundred percent. And I was like, no, I have like a minute. Let's just chat for a second. It was the loveliest feeling. And I was like, what is this witchcraft? Anyway, so great. So I still do a million things, people. And I do say no to stuff a little more than I think I used to. Sure. But for the most part, I just don't feel too busy. Or stressed out. I know this sounds great. Anyway, so I'm hoping you have a good experience like I did. It was great. So I'm going to just, this is the picture I want I want you to set up, but don't set it up quite yet. So I'm talking to a, a client who's an incredibly busy human being. Many children, many grandchildren, runs a busy psychiatric practice. This woman is busy. 
And her can't statement was, I can't do anything for myself because mm-hmm. I have to make sure everyone else is okay. And that was a very old statement. She's lived by it for a long, long time, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. So we worked hers through and we got to her don't statement. And her don't statement turned into, I don't ever skip creative time. Because mm-hmm. that is something she used to love. She was an artist when she was young mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever. So she switches her statement. Two days later, I get this email from her and she says, the first time I've picked up a drawing pencil in 40 years, mm. and this is what I drew. And mm. so, Scott, you can oh, post now it. Now I can share oh, okay. it? Okay, so now I'm going to share it. Hold on a second. Cool. And then paste in our Discord so yep. I can see it, too. I'll put it both places. There's Brian, and now here comes the chat. There you go. Oh, wow. Whoa. Really? Really? Jeez Louise. Yeah. After 40 years of not... Touching a pencil. Wow. Well, for, my this, first? this makes me feel bad because I touch a pencil three or four <laughs> times a month and I can't do anything like this. Maybe I need and, to just stop for years. Do you know what, and you know, my first thought, because of course I have zero, uh, not a bone in my body thinks I could do anything like this. So I have no comparison <laughs> is my first thought is we have missed out on your art for 40 years. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like yeah. it breaks my heart. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I got her permission to share this. She's happy to share. And then she sent me her second piece, which was just as cool. Like she's, huh. so guess what she does every day? Mm. She's creative every day. Yeah. So something she thought she couldn't do, she now doesn't ever skip. For those, at, for those at home, doesn't. audio audio only people, let me describe what Wendy sent us. It's this yeah. absolutely gorgeous uh, rendering of a horse. Uh, looks like colored pencil to me. Might yeah. even be crayon. My gosh, I'm not even sure. It's beautiful, um, and it's some some of the most. Someone in the chat said it too. Some of the most bold color choices I've ever seen. Yeah, it's beautiful. You'd swear this person was just working every day on this. Like it's like a uh, it's like a horse with Cindy Lauper hair. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a little bit. color. Yeah, it's really yeah, it really awesome. Does. Right. Yeah. Do you want to see your second piece? Yeah, put it in. I like um, this sort of thing. And here's the thing: she just does it now. Just like she doesn't do murder, she doesn't skip creative time. Right? Yeah. So you don't do murder, number one, don't do murder. <laughs> and then number Take two. Away. Don't do murder, do no, your no, dang it's art. Like it's a new, the new ABC series from Shonda Rhimes. Don't do murder. <laughs> don't yeah, don't do, do murder, murder. But do the art. The other thing, too, is like the don't, I don't stay in the office after five. I don't work on weekends. Mm. I don't. Yeah. There's so many versions of this. So you can see she really likes blue. <laughs> yeah, she's a big blue fan. She's a nature fan. Yeah, uh, it's so gorgeous. This is beautiful. Wow. Yeah, yeah, these are really nice. Jeez. Jeez Louise. Yeah, so imagine 40 years you don't draw. That comes out of your hand, and now you don't ever stop doing it. Dang like, it. This is this is kind of a bummer because had this come up earlier, I would have really distracted us because I've been having this very specific problem lately where I'm having a hard time picking up any pen and drawing. Hmm. Not because of these reasons, but because... I'm so, it's not even, annoyed's not the right word. I'm so um, uh, affected, I'll say it that way, affected by what modern AI image generation is doing that I know when I sit down and go, okay, I'm going to make a thing. It's going to be my style. I'm going to do it. And it's going to take me maybe three hours to do the full piece. I'm going to crank this thing out. And my brain immediately goes, Meanwhile, someone will sit down to Mid Journey 5, never drawn a thing in their life. They will put in these prompts. They will get their thing, and they'll do it in less than four and a half minutes. 
and they'll show it to everybody and everyone will be blown away by this amazing artwork that had really no human interaction other than a, a prompt. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not even anti this technology. I'm just as someone who, someone who creates with a pen, paper or tablet or whatever, and has for a really long time, something about it is in my way. I can't explain it. And so that's a, it's a whole yeah. separate issue, right? Here's, but, Here's what you need to do. Anytime you get that thought in your head, listen to the uh, the AI Scott Fletcher audio that you've got of the morning street or whatever it is that you play. <laughs> and just remind yourself that no matter how good AI gets, it's never going to be human. It's never going to do what we can do as humans with that, with our style. You, you, somebody types, draw a picture of a, um, a leprechaun in Scott Johnson's style. They're still not going to get something that looks like something that you drew. Well, I, I would agree with you six months ago, but I've seen, <laughs> I've seen some stuff lately where I'm not so convinced. Really? Like there are, they, they're uh, fooling okay. art experts, like got people who know about everything there is to do with Pablo Picasso's art career. And they're faking his art, and they are saying, "Well, yeah, this looks uh, this this has all the hallmarks of everything. This looks like a painting that that we didn't know existed that he had hidden somewhere." Mm-hmm. And that's it's again, it's not that it's concerning from a. I mean, there's all kinds of concerns. Coders have the same problem with with these predictive chat things. Mm-hmm. They're they it's starting to look like maybe their jobs are in jeopardy, and that's a whole separate area of concern. But mine is mainly that. Are we going to get so good at it that I kind of have this feeling of, well, then what's the point? You know, which is a not, it's not a great place to be mentally, but it's making me not feel that creative when I sit down to put pen to paper. And it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a weird effect. I didn't expect it. Because um, mm-hmm. on the one hand, I'm kind of fascinated by the technology. I think it's interesting. Some people are using yeah. it as a way just to sketch out a composition and say, Oh, here's here's a bowl of fruit, and here's how I would arrange it. And so this computer has done it for me faster, so that I can get to the finish up work quicker. Um, but this is different than just the tools are better. This is all of it is being done for you. None of it you're doing yourself. And and in a world where it's good enough for them, um, that might be good enough. You know what I'm saying? So it makes mm-hmm. me just feel yeah. like, well, geez, what's with all the training and the time it takes to do this in a traditional way? Why are we, why bother? All right. To do so, to, to kind of borrow Wendy's don't do murder thing. Why do you do art? I mean, there, I guess that's the, the coming to Jesus moment I had was I do art because what I thought I did art for before were all these like altruistic reasons like, Oh, I just love the creative process and the, 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 the fun that I have doing it and the brr brr But really what it came down to is in a way it's one of my superpowers. Mm-hmm. And now I'm on the outside. I'm, I'm, I'm Zod on the outside of Superman's freaking little boil, thing he's in and boil it, boil it down to something even finer. Do you do art because you love doing art? Do you like you do do you draw because you love to draw? I do, but I also love maybe too much that other people see it and go, "Wow, that's awesome." Oh, in yeah. other, in yeah, other words, to, the reaction that needs, be, that needs to be so down further down on the list that you know you do it because you love it because as Carter points out, and you should really read what Carter said a minute ago, it's like air to you, it's breathing to you, 
your art. And so you don't do it for, you shouldn't do it for any other reason than because it is your art. You do it because you love doing it. Yeah. But I don't thinking, I was just thinking, Brian's such a good therapist and now I take it back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I think he, I see. I think Brian, I think Brian is, and I love Brian like a few things. I love Brian like a brother. I I love Brian like a brother, but I think he's dead wrong about that. I think that there's, there's, it's it's okay, way right. it's way more than that. Like, <laughs> hold on, hold on. It's not you, Brian's not wrong. He's just skipping steps. I skipped the, the part where I go send you to Amazon to buy a book. <laughs> no, <laughs> the wind, you the skip the path. part where you 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 skip to telling him what to do or how he should feel. Oh, sure, sure, okay. All yeah, right. yeah. It but was all a- the other step up to that point was really good. Uh, <laughs> and really, if you think about what it is, I mean, this is what everyone has to to grapple with as the machines take over, right? What is it that matters to you? And yes, what matters to you is that people like what you create. And then if someone else can just create that, I mean, I, speaking of Van Gogh, which we've all been saying his name wrong our whole lives, right. yeah. um, that, you know, you sell one painting and you are suffering, your life is, ter- and it's not till you're after your death that anything has value. Like, Look at how that felt. That was not something we want to emulate, Mm-mm. right? Mm-mm. Everyone's different. Everyone's own experience is their own experience. But it's process. Like, this is a big deal to come along and for you to navigate it just by like, yeah, I just love it because you like to draw. Is just skipping the actual process to figure it out. Like, what is it? What does it mean to you? What do you need to do with it? Yeah, because I want that. That's always what I want. And if right. and if you'd asked me you ten years there, ago, if you asked me ten years ago, I would, that would have been my answer. Oh, I just love doing it. I love I love the experience. It's just all just that. But it's not true. Like I, I it's not even that I didn't even. It's not that I was knowingly deceiving myself. I didn't know until we get to this point where it's like, oh, yeah, you can just real, poop this stuff out like it's taken. nothing, and that's only going to get better and more difficult. Then I had that question and go, well, wait a minute, why do I really like doing this? And I had to admit that mm-hmm. a huge part of it is how other people feel about it. Hmm. You know? Right. So I just, it's, Under, it's, a, like, it's a weird thing. The academic converse, like chap, CBT, BBT, CCB, GBT, whatever but it is. Close enough. <laughs> sure. Thank you. You know, like you can write anything by just telling it to within seconds. Like what the, I mean, obviously academics can stick that in a, a computer and say, Hey, is this generated by a computer? And it'll say yes. And now you're cheating, Mm -hmm. but like really grappling with what that means from all the academic sides of human endeavor, right? Like there's a, there's a lot of big discussions to be had. And, you know, so if you aren't already complete and ready to rumble, then you're normal. (laughs) Like you, this is something to actually grapple with. Yeah. It's a weird I, thing. I gotta go. I love you guys. Oh yeah, you guys gotta go. It's a, it's getting late. Uh, that went places, so, and I loved it. Uh, we it did need- go places. I do want this to like just to follow up with everyone who did the I don't or the can't to the don't statement. Just pay attention to the week. I would love to have you know someone if you guys want to write in what happened to you or but both of you. Just I want you to repeat it and say it a couple times. Put it in a place that you see and just. See what happens. See what that new neural firing network just does to your day if it does anything. And then we'll talk about it next week. All right. Well, next week we'll report back and see how we Report back. Yeah. Uh, I might never, I may not see dead people in black and white movies anymore. I would love that. (laughs) That'd be awesome. Uh, Anyway. Yeah. 
Uh, Ryan, you really are a good therapist. Just know that just a <laughs> no, couple classes. Right. I just tore up my uh, psychology five cents uh, cardboard uh, shack that I made, and I'm never going to use it. I'm again. So sorry. Uh, really, that's really funny. Good. Well, have so a much fun potential. Have a fun week, Wendy, and I hope you. I hope you have all the time in the world to get everything done that you need to. On I do. I'm never busy, so it's great. Yeah, all it's right. perfect. We'll see you later. Bye now. Yep. She's never busy. That's a funny one. Yeah. Yeah, right. Hers would be hard because I know how freaking busy she is and have to oh, I know. Yeah. convince Just, yourself. Whew. That all is like she basically, like she said, it comes down to saying no. And that's <laughs> boy, do boy, do I have a hard time with that? I struggle with that too. It's really hard, especially yeah. like, yeah. you know, I'll know I have a full crazy day and I'll get three or four requests to be on somebody's podcast and I'll, right. I'll say yes. And then it'll be, I'll be so drained by the end of that day. That I don't want to do anything. Right. And, or I'll look at something that I that I do that's fun and say, ooh, let's like uh, uh, the Taskmaster thing for Vegas. Oh, that was a lot of fun last year. I know what I'll do. I will quadruple it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Let me let me go ahead and yeah. Let me do four times the work and four times yeah, the things. Let me escalate that to the nth level. Sure. sure. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, we hope you guys enjoyed that segment. I always do. And um, uh, there's more content coming your way because today at Coverville or 1 p.m. for Coverville, check that out. Yeah, uh, live please, stream. Please me. Yeah, be there. Be there with Brian. He's gonna. Uh, you gonna. What are you gonna play while you're uh, doing stuff? More Marvel Snap. It's about the the best thing because um, games last about the length of a song, mm. and so I can easily stop mid song uh, after a game and and wait for the the break to do the announcing of the songs, the back announcing and stuff, and then I can get back into it. And who knows? I might even play some more against uh, Red Fraggle if. Uh, Oh, uh, yeah. If uh, if she's going to be around, because how does know. that how does that usually end up going? Do you guys have a tally of who wins and who doesn't? Um, I, I'd say it's probably one one. I think she because um, she won this last time. She has a great you know she has a she has a deck that's kind of always solid. And I will admit that it's since there were a couple of nerfs to some of my favorite cards this last week. Mm. It's kind of the deck I'm using now to move up in the uh, the ranks. But uh, uh, I think I need to I need to figure out. Uh, another deck that I enjoy that maybe Amy won't be expecting. There you go. Watch out, Amy. He's after you now. Yeah. Uh, so don't forget yeah. that. Also tonight, Core. I'm also guesting on Garrett and uh, speaking of guesting on podcasts, I was not. This was not directed at them. We planned this forever ago. And <laughs> <laughs> just for the record, but I like, just can't say no to Wine Zirple. That's right. Uh, today at noon, so about an hour from now, I'll be uh, on with Garrett and with Kyle Ferguson on their show grinding gear so check that out we're going to talk a lot about diablo and uh, the beta what we thought and what's coming up this weekend for that uh so cannot wait to play the druid and the necro this weekend uh oh, guess yeah. the, once yeah. guess the connections at tomorrow tomorrow yes uh tomorrow before our couch party so at 9 a.m the normal time you tune in here if you're a live uh tmser and you just need something at 9 a.m then uh come and, and guess guess some stuff guess uh, what six songs have in common i've already got my plan for what's tomorrow morning so uh so look forward to that twitch.tv slash coverville again for that all right nice guess the connection and then of course right after that at 10 a.m tomorrow if you're a patron you can join us for our couch party we're not sure what we're watching yet but we'll have that yeah, we are. we're watching blink the oh Doctor yeah blink who right. episode yes yeah, i forgot we already and apparently agreed. does not have jenna coleman who i have a massive crush on because she and tenant never even overlapped and Boy, Mandela effect. I had I had in my mind that uh, Tennant and Coleman were were doctor and companion for uh, for a long time. But, Who's hers yeah. then? The little uh, the blonde one? No, the no. Uh, uh, that's Billy Piper. Yeah, that's not. Oh, that was yeah. um, 
Eccleston. Eccleston, uh, yeah. Yeah. And a little bit of, uh, she overlapped into Tenant. Um, no, it wasn't until Matt Smith that we got Jenna Coleman, and then she, and then she landed in a little bit in um, uh, Peter Capaldi. Mm. Uh, Capaldi uh, land. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. My favorite. favorite oh, no, I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, Matt Smith. What am I thinking? Matt Smith was with uh, Nebula. It was with... Um, uh oh, what's her face uh, uh that plays nebula i can't think of her name yes beautiful red-headed woman named something anyway she was amy pond but i can't remember the actress's name anyway thanos daughter number two yeah i'm uh, karen gillen thank you yeah it, it, apparently uh, see this is how long it's been since i've watched doctor who we need some more episodes i finished up all the the uh whitaker well Jimmy i'm always Whitaker. down because i have zero like accumulated knowledge of much Doctor Who so this stuff's all new yeah. to me so all yeah. good uh, then uh, Film Sack on Saturday we're watching Goldfinger get your James Bond ancient James Bond movie on because that's where we're going Goldfinger uh, Goldfinger get your Shirley Bassey on all that fun stuff that's right so yeah. check that out. Uh, can't, the, the first throw of the of the hat from Odd Job is really what I'm looking forward to the most. <laughs> you get the first and last throw of the hat from Odd Job. That's right. Uh, if you would like those couch parties or anything else provided on our Patreon, it's time to get in there. Patreon.com slash TMS and join up today. Never get ads. Get all the art in the mail. Uh, other great monthly benefits. And that art will be drawn by me, not some generated thing. It'll be me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Far better. Yeah, if that sounds better to you, then patreon.com slash TMS should sound great to you. Okay, we got to play a song and then get out. What do you have? I've got a tune in my heart, and it's going out to Matthew E. He says, my birthday is on March 23rd. Oh, shit. Let's Sorry, party. I should hear birthday, and it should be the key. It should be just like. I know, exactly. By the way, it's my, my dad's birthday out in Vermont. Today. Oh. Let's party. All right. Two. Yes, I've been getting texts from him all morning of like he's at uh, this this uh, ski resort. He doesn't he doesn't ski anymore, but he's at this ski resort in Vermont, sending me pictures of it. It's like oh, so so pretty. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Matthew E says my birthday is on March twenty third, and while I've been on a real synthwave kick lately, my musical heart still clings to power metal. I'd love to hear Patty Gertie's cover of Night Wishes over the hills and far away, but if that's not possible, any power metallicized cover would be amazing. Ooh, or Be Like You by Evergreen. ADHD brain, take your pick. Anyway, thank you guys so much for everything you do. As the guy who listens to the weird stuff in his friend group, the songs in TMS always make it easy to have something new and different to show off. Signed, Matthew E. I agree. That's where I get all, all my your... cool music is from Brian. This Aww, is good. Well, you... Uh, likewise, you know, I, I, I wouldn't have listened to the new Dead Mouse thing were not for you. And, oh, it's so and good. I plan on doing that uh, this afternoon. So good. After after Coverville. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get to it. Matthew E's request, Over the Hills and Far Away, the Patty Gertie cover of this uh, Finnish, Finnish power metal song. It's great. It totally it totally does put in a different style. Uh, it comes from the album Shapes and Patterns. I'm sorry, an EP from 2018. Here is Patty Gertie. They came for him one winter's night. Arrested he was bound. They said there'd been a robbery. His pistol had been found. They marched him to the station house. He waited till the dawn. And as they led him to the dark, he 
that he'd been wrong. You stand accused of robbery. He had the bad of say. He knew without an alibi, tomorrow's light would warn his freedom. Secret, it must stay. He had to fight back tears of rage. His heart that like a drum. For with the wife of his best friend, he spent his final night of freedom. like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Activate Pac-Man. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.